You're not getting a fucking intro this week. I tried to wreck my voice doing a stupid ass intro. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Hi, Neth. Hey. Hi, Chris. Borang. Fuck you. This is Azeroth Coast to Coast. Ooh, ooh, baby. Choke me, daddy. Ooh, ooh, baby. Choke me, daddy. Choke me, daddy. Choke me, 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 daddy. Ooh, baby. Hi, folks. <laughs> I wow. Almost, I was taking a mouthful of tea right as you said, fuck you, this is Azeroth. I, <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> the look on Kevin's face was pure gold, by the way. I really was. I really was. <laughs> I was too busy trying wow. to spit my tea all over my desk and or choke on it. So I missed Kevin's face. Was there a problem, it was, Kevin? It was just sheer I, no, I had to, disappointment. I had to hold back a laugh. I was trying to hold back a laugh. <laughs> Kevin, it looked like just sheer dad disappointment is what that really was. <laughs> it was just... I, I mean, I'm very Kevin disappointed. Kevin makes that face a lot with the three with, of us. With me especially. I get that a lot. I, I imagine it's me a lot. <laughs> very disappointed with you all. All right, Dad. No, the thing Good is, morning I to the Kevin chat room. Best dad. Uh, disappointed, we, basically, just in general. We do record these episodes live, and you can find us yep. on twitch.tv slash azure ctc there azure, are people in the chat room azure off coast coast hey what he's trying to say is hey folks welcome to our saturday live stream of the recording process for azeroth coast to coast episode 134 uh we don't have a stupid ass title for it yet because the show's not ready yet plus it's always a shit show <laughs> it is um, yeah, so I did, I was going to write like a high concept intro because I always try to, and then I fail and I give up and do something stupid. And that time I tried to do something, uh, I was going for like Getty Lee slash eighties hair metal screaming. And Ness said it sounded more like little Richard and it kind of fucked my throat up a little bit. So, uh, I'm just going to drink my coffee. How's your week been Kevin? It really did sound like little Richard. Wow. Very good. Actually. I've played wow. And cyberpunk. I know. And we I played like Wow. It Kevin was on fucking wow. weird. It was weird. I, I've learned how to do mall dailies. That's like the best fun of the week. Oh, that no, was I, so I, much I, fun escorting your ass through the mall. Oh, hey, there's a rare. Mold? Let's kill it. Hey, there's a rare. Let's kill it. I, I heard mall dailies. <clears throat> yeah, mall dailies. Every time he says the ma, I hear mall. Every mall. time Kevin says it. The mall. Ma. That must be it. Ma. That must be a Northeast thing. It is. It, it's actually a Yankee thing. I went thing. to the mall. Yeah, it's a Yankee the thing. Mall. <clears throat> the mm -hmm. AW the sound uh, for Yankees. It sounds very different, and it's funny. <clears throat> Anywho, I, like I did the mall dailies. The storyline, first of all, the one thing that can I talk about WoW for a minute here? Makes a change. I got Go a lot it. of thoughts. Um, the storyline kind of breaks after you complete the main story and get to your covenant, and then it's like you have to get Renown five before you can like restart the storyline, which I think is very weird. Well, it's okay, so it's there's cheated. two separate storylines you're following, Kevin. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is the Torgas storyline that comes from Bolvar that's gated on a weekly basis. And it's just a time gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That literally on Tuesday reset, you can go and get the next quest from Bolvar. That's taking you through the Maw and locking twisted corridors and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, and giving you also, information about your kidnapped uh, leaders. Also giving mm-hmm. you Solash and stuff like that. And Solash and stuff like that. And then you also have the other storyline, which is your Covenant storyline, which is sort of the overarching story for uh, the Shadowlands. Well, at least okay. for 9.0. For 9.0, yes. <clears throat> um, and that's also... That is a quest plus time gate because you can only do so many renown per week. <clears throat> yes, but by the looks of it, you will get a story progression every week by the looks of it. Yeah, and that, but like as soon as you get the max level, it's just like, let's throw all these systems at you and show you how to do all this random shit. And then it's, well, because, and then it's because like, oh, we'll only... pick up. <laughs> Go ahead. Go on. I was going to say, the only thing that's actually hard-gated that does not have a catch-up mechanic associated with it is the Torghast storyline. Not true. No, no, there's no catch-up for the Torghast storyline, Chris. I am two weeks behind. I am two weeks behind. I just rescued Jaina. Yeah, Jaina's the only thing that's available. I've only just got... I was told that uh, Jaina was last week for everybody. Not that Jane, people who did to- this week. No, I was told that Jaina was last week from some people. So, I did two Torghast stories a quest last week. I did not. I, I have I was no able, idea I where the quest line the should first. be. Then I didn't do the first, and then a I certain was bird in chat multiple. might be able to tell us. But I was um, given multiple for the storyline. No, there's two quests because there's 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 quests that are paired together, like the one this week where you go and talk no, to. No, the, no, I mean, what, what, I couldn't talk to the once I completed a quest uh, from Bolvar, he'd then give me another quest. I have no idea where the Torghast storyline is supposed to be, so whatever. Jaina was Jaina actually was this reset. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, then I've been getting wrong so information from up. people then. So I'm caught Don't up. Don't listen then. to humans. Anyway. Jesus. I would have I would have liked to like the thing that you unlock at renown level five where it says you basically have more story missions for your covenant. I yeah. would have liked that to occur immediately so that I could like continue the story and like you can still do that and... though. All you have to do is go do content and renown will drop. But that's the renown catch up mechanic. You, it, yeah. you, you do like content, two or three do... days to get to renown five. Did you do dungeons? Did you do PvP? yeah? Two or three Did days do... is fine to get to renown five. You got five renown in two or three days. Yeah, like normally you can only get like three per week. So the fact three per that you week got is the cap. five in two or three days is really good, actually, Kev. Yeah. Okay. You're you, on, yeah, you're, you're, you are catching up. It's but it, the catch-up it, system is working. Yes. It just it just felt weird to kind of like pause everything and like unlock a bunch of systems and it's, then it's like no, it and now back fair. to your story. No, that's totally fair. That is totally a hundred percent fair. Mm-hmm. The counterpoint to that though is that if you are just given access to everything right away, what are you gonna do when you run out of it all? Yeah, because players will just dumpster through the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Some, for, there, there, there's the percentage of people that will just go straight through it and just be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." That's I like mean, I would have, I would have preferred to have the story unlock on renown level one, and then the other systems kind of peppered in well, after Kevin, you progress the story more. Kevin, I love you, man, but you, you already don't know what the story is in Shadowlands. This is true. You don't this know what true. the story is. If they had it's given really, you access, really, really true. If they had given you access to the entire Covenant campaign at Renown One, you would have just blitzed through the whole fucking thing and not read a damn bit of it. 
probably. This way, I mean, you I, are, they are dripping it out to you, and you are forced to actually maybe possibly pay a little attention. Also, you're playing mm-hmm. Van, you're Vanthyr, yeah? Yeah, I'm Vanthyr. The, the story will be worth it. You get to the story, it's, it's kind of worth it. It's fun. Okay. It's interesting. There's a lot of backstabbing. It's fun. Yeah, I, I learned about there's like a ritual where you decide if someone should go to hell or not. And then I did that. That was fun. And then Lailers. I helped somebody collect some. Go to turbo <laughs> hell or just regular specific. hell? And you know that that's where they go in the mall. Yeah, I know. You know where the that's mall. where you go. Um, and then I help collect tombstones. That's, ah, that's as much as I fun. know so far. Sinstones. <laughs> Sinstones. It's where it's everything bad you ever did, Chris. Kind of, yeah. Um, anywho. I imagine I have a lot. So I did that. <laughs> And then LB, I, and Chris did a dun- or Gavril did a dungeon, and um, we did the Venthyr dungeon. And I can actually there's like gargoyles, and I can charm the gargoyles, and they fight with me. And for one of the boss fights, I can get two gargoyles to help me out, and it was super fun. There you go. So if you have somebody oh, from your covenant, back in? yeah, the gargoyles are in the Mythic Zero at least. The loyal oh, storm burn. Uh, yes, but um, the before the third boss, there's two gargoyles. Previous, like when it first launched, I could take over both of them, and then eventually no. okay, after so the reset, I could only take over one. And I was really sad. I believe it's just one. I believe it's just one. Really Kevin sad. got one of them, and the, the other Venthyr in our party got the other one. Okay. Oh, did they? Okay, yeah, I the liked, other Venthyr I liked, got it. I thought it. I liked it mm-hmm. when I could take over both of them. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty I, cool. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, um, what else did we do in WoW, Kevin? We played PvP arenas and got Woo. dunked on so hard. We well, won that's some because games. none of y'all are real PvP. I got. I, I think LB would disagree with you. <clears throat> okay, LB's a PvP. Yeah, LB's, LB's also LB's like okay. LB's like thirty eye level above Kevin and like twenty eye level above me. Yeah, I level matter. I do like the gearing system with PvP now because you can like buy an item with honor and then upgrade it. So and you can for, you can focus what you want instead of here's a random item that you might not need. And it and like you can pick the uh, um the it's, stats on it. Like if you want something that's got like crit haste or something, you can do that. It's almost it's, it's like fun. that somebody said, you know, there really should be somebody that has all these items. You know, a, a vendor, maybe a a a PvP vendor, it's and, and, and maybe like... and maybe your actions should give you a reward, like a like a a, a, a currency, a currency? Yeah. and you can trade that currency with that vendor for items. Why has nobody ever yeah. thought of this? And it's fun, it's, you know. No, Gav, it's <clears throat> almost like they decided maybe it wasn't broken when we had it before. I this has never been in the game. This is brand new, Christopher. I mean, I didn't like the fact that you don't start off with um the hero's coin or whatever it's what medallion. is that called? The medallion. medallion. Like I don't know, I felt like I just had that in previous expansions, but this one you have to like buy it. Yes. LB was um, so right. previously it was a PVP item, uh PVP talent, but now you have to right. it's almost like it they've gone back to the old system, Chris. Are they throwing more classic into our retail? Is it's that what fun. they're doing? <laughs> Sounds like I it. I like it. It's fun. Yep. Uh, it feels good to be able to go, 
hmm, this specific item has haste on it and it has a nice proc. This would actually be good for PvE also, in addition to PvP. I think I'm going to mm -hmm. get it. And the stats are good and you can upgrade it and it's, you know, high mm -hmm. eye level. Anyway, I like that. Um, I also like that there's not like a bag currency for PvP. Like, I forget what those things were previously, but Honor there tokens. was something that, yeah, that sucked. I hated that. So they got rid um, of that. Those are still now, there. You can still, you just, can still get those to go buy um, legacy content. So okay. if you want like a legacy armor set, yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I have been having fun with PvP too. Um, we are not yet at the level where we can start earning progress towards the mount, but someone had the mount last night and it oh, looks yeah. super cool it's we showed like, kevin kevin didn't know the spider mount was a thing so we showed kevin the spider mount oh the yeah. big the new creepy one yeah the gladiator the yeah. uh, whatever it is i think it's gladiator spider mount it's or got, something like, out black of and green legs yeah it's i was really gonna say cool it's looking. the one with the, the green tips on the legs yeah mm -hmm. yeah he, yeah. he liked it's that cool so. looking but i am not a big fan of spider mounts they're just eh, i don't like how they move <laughs> i just i i need to go back and get the crab that walks sideways yeah, I want to get that too. <laughs> crab, man. Isn't that the meta in Nashatar? Yes, it is. I believe it, it is. is the meta, the meta for meta, yeah. That's bad. Meta, meta. Anywho. Yeah, it's bad. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing Cyberpunk on PC. I haven't been having any issues with it. Thank God. But I've only played like three, four hours so far. Uh, I was able, like, um, one of our friends or friend of the show, Goose, he invited me to a HOTS league. There's like an amateur league that they started, oh, it's been around. It's called Heroes Lounge. Um, and we're involved in a tournament. And I played with those guys on Wednesday night. And we won our tournament round, which is great. Yay! So I'm playing tank. I don't know. He told me to fill tank. So I play tank. See, you, I can see you being a good tank. Because you're a crazy you're, motherfucker when you play You're Heroes. aggressive as fuck. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that kind of works. You're a crazy motherfucker, yep. so that kind of works. Oh, we sorry. Um, one Guys, I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Kevin, game. can you can you yeah, can you tell me hots again, Kevin? Can you say yeah, hots again? Hots, hots Dead is game. heroes of the Dead storm. Game. <laughs> Dead game. Um, Dead game. Dead game. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I won one game as Jaina or uh no, Johanna on Towers of Doom and another mm -hmm. one as Diablo on Dragonshire. Uh gotta love devils. Gotta love devils. And, uh, yeah, we played against a team that was using a wombo combo where they did ETC Mosh into Orphea, like Big Pit of Despair, whatever that's called. Did they and, have? Did they have an Uther as well? Mm, no, they had Anduin. Did, did they do the Divine Mosh? Oh, they didn't do the Divine Mosh. Okay. No, they did the um, Anduin alt, so that you couldn't. Well, it's similar to that, I guess, because yeah, but you he's can, invulnerable. You no, he's not. You're not. You can be knocked up. You just can't yeah, be damaged. Anyway, they they fucking dumpstered us like with that multiple <laughs> times. And um then we banned Orphea and they lost. <laughs> so it was just like one trick pony. Um so yeah, that was fun. And we have another match on Sunday. And um, oh, it goes well for you. Thanks. Yeah, that's what I did. How about you guys? We skip Chris, uh, Christopher. Christopher. Okay, Christopher's going. Um, I 
played a lot of WoW, both Europe and US. My shamans are practically the same eye level. Um, although my US shaman doesn't have his legendary because I missed out the first week of Torghast. So my US shaman is actually better geared than my European one. But that's probably going to change since I'm raiding on that one and not the other one. So yeah. that'll, that, that'll swap <laughs> over. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with this expansion. There's problems. There's, there's always problems. It's no, no game is perfect. But overall, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, also played some Cyberpunk 2077 on PC, uh, where it should be played at the moment. <laughs> um, I so, feel so bad for the console players. Um, yeah, I, 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 like, like Kevin, I have not ran into any major, major issues. There's been some graphical errors here and there. Um, nothing that has been game-breaking. Any major issues I've had is just small little graphical errors primarily when the character the, the npcs are smoking or when they're talking to you they just don't talk it's kind of funny um and played some league of legends with uh mr gavril and that was that was fun we're by the way we have a hundred percent one rate uh, together <laughs> i checked the um, stats we had no we don't christopher oh did we lo- we lost one last we night, lost so that like, last game like, before you were just like you're just like nope done bye it's like we okay, so we I think we've only lost one match together then because I believe than that, it's just the one match, yeah. It's just yeah, we're pretty fucking solid with the bot lanes. I was well, enjoying watching you guys play last night, by the way. It's fun. Yeah, well, it's just like I'm 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 I dumpstered your ELO, so your ELO. Sorry, I dumpstered my your MMR. ELO, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he hasn't okay used ELO in years. Yeah, they haven't used ELO in years. It's mm. M- everyone still says ELO, but we it's MMR. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah so no, it's a lot of fun. I dumpstered it and slowly we're climbing back, except for all the people that we still have dealing with dumb people who don't play games right. Yeah, but you know what? Even if we, every, the that only reason we lost that game because we we won our lane. Our we lane. won our lane. Yeah, I was like twelve and two at like fifteen minutes, <laughs> and then Vlad came and just. Turned our and buttholes then, inside out. Yeah, Vlad just went into a pool and went inside our anuses, and it was not fun. No, it was not. Yeah, we just got turned out. And then the Zyra kept claiming it. Oh, I only died once. And then you all both died, and that's what fed him. Uh huh. Zyra yeah. claiming it was our fault. The 12 and 2 Ash, and the Zyra at mid lane, who was like 1 and 6, but it was our mm-hmm. fault. Yep. Say lovey. Hey, Neth. Hey. What's yeah. up? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> What's up? What's going on? How you doing? This is getting weird. Should Kevin and I leave? <laughs> no. Oh, nah. Y'all come join. He's making it weird. Okay, now that got new. Like usual. <laughs> we went over the line. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Hard> <laughs> line crossed and we're stopping. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> The beginning. The beginning. Uh, of wait, the story. Story. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't repeat what Karen's saying in chat. I desperately need to read what's happening in our Twitter right now. So, nope. so Bailey says, "Choke me, Daddy." I mean, hi, Gav. I realize <laughs> you've now just said that, and we can snip that. No, that's fine. Don't... Yeah. Oh, 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 it doesn't matter. He can now are... isolate the choke me daddy part. So this is Kevin. <laughs> this Good is job, Kevin. Kevin. Yes, we There's now have gonna be a new that. song. 
on this week's show. I mean, I could put Choke on... Choke me, Daddy Uwu. Is that going to be the song? If going to be like that, I'm going to put Pretty on much. the voice that Gav dubbed Ethot, and I'm going to say it again. <laughs> oh, I kind of want that. Uh, no, let's really? not. Let's not. No, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Let's see we did and we don't. Let's see we did and we don't. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Oh, just um, gonna be Neth repeating choke me daddy during the music intro like <laughs> eighteen times. Uwu, you gotta throw those uwus in there somewhere too. <laughs> you need to do way. something Gav's Uwus. Yeah. Yeah, um, give me an okay. uwu. All right. Neth, give me Neth an why don't you tell me give what's been going on, girl? Um, Gav, give him an uwu real quick. Wait, who? Me or Gav? G- Gav. Uwu, baby. God damn it. All right. <laughs> That's, that should be enough. Thanks. How I'm a bust your nico nico kneecaps. Oh, this is this is just this this is a shit show okay. right in. I love it. Uh, we're like twenty minutes. We're half. We're like half an hour in. Working show title. Choke me, daddy. Let's not, because I'm pretty certain that's not going to fly on some of the other on some of the oh, platforms. Oh, my God. oh yeah! By the way, we're probably banned now on Twitch. So yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I highly <sighs> doubt it, given that I've heard way worse on some of the big streamers. ASMR streamers. Um. Anywho. Yep. Neth, how was your last two weeks, been girl? Um, how you been? Been splitting my time between Shadowlands and Valhalla. Um, finally got picked that back up Valhalla. since I'm max level in WoW. I'm not raiding, so I'm not super concerned about gear. Um, plus, the kid had exams, so it was a little bit harder to get the computer for a little for part of the last two weeks. So, console time. Um, I'm on par. For my renown, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to unlock my level two of for my sanctum first, because I'm debating between two different things. One I can open now if I get enough anima. One I have to wait until next week because I'm one soul short. And I'm not sure which way I want to go, so I'm kind of back and forth on that. My thing is telling me to unlock transportation too, and I'm not. I'm going to unlock adventure table too. See, okay, so I'm torn between um, Transportation 2 and, no, not Transportation 2. Um, so Bastion, we have this thing that we the can... Path. Path of Ascension, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm torn between Path of Ascension, which is the one that I can't do until next week, or there's mm-hmm. this thing where we can, like, channel anima at certain areas, and I mm-hmm. can't remember what the hell it's called, and... Um, it, if I do level two of that, it gives me a new world quest and it gives me access to a bunch of new dailies, apparently. Um, so I'm kind of back and forth. Um, and I fully support LB saying I was going to say, yeah. Like, LB, you need to have that soul shape. It like So yes, please unlock conservatory so you can get your frog soul shape. Like, it's just wrong that you don't have it yet. Yes. Um, Agreed. But yeah, I've been I've been having fun playing. Um, other than the fact that every time I go into the mod, I get very angry and you know seriously fuck the maw. Um, love Torghast, hate the maw. Um, but yeah, no, just you know, low key playing. Uh, I I want to get a chance to get into more dungeons with everybody, but it's been kind of hard to get a group together. Uh, Seth and Bill are raiding now and. 
Chris El- is playing on two servers, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris Chris is usually wowed out by the time I get home from work. Yeah. So I end up watching him playing uh, League or playing League with him in the evenings. So, And Kevin just kind of shows up at like 9.30 central time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. Kevin shows up at like 9.30, 10 o'clock central time like the last couple of weeks. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I haven't even I haven't even seen Kevin on because by the time Kevin gets on, it's like eleven thirty or af- or later for me, and I'm I'm gone by that point because I gotta get up you for out. work. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's I, I've just been having a lot of fun. I finished. Um, there's an achievement that you can do in Bastion. You there's fifty shards that you have to collect, and if you collect all of them, then there's a secret thing that you can do to get a mount. I finished that last weekend. Um, I've also finished a few of the zones, getting all the treasures. I, I like getting the achievements. This is kind of that's it makes me happy, so it's my thing. So I've been going around working on those. Um, I discovered I had a phasing issue in one area of Bastion, and reported it and it has been fixed thank you thank you thank you um because i was stuck not being able to see anything in, a, in that zone i because i was stuck to old i was stuck on an older phase than i should have been so i was really happy that that was fixed because now i'm able to go and finish three different achievements that i wasn't going to be able to do without um without having access to that area properly but yeah, other than that, that's that's my gaming week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, myself, I ha- I've been playing some Warframe. I need to get on and do Barrow Katir for the week. Um, I've been playing some WoW. I'm one seventy three, I think ish. Um, playing League with Chris um, and working on the Season of the Hunt reward tracks in Dia- uh, not Diablo two, Destiny two. Uh, yes, Gav- I'm still playing some Destiny 2. So. Gav is a good Seraphine. I, I am an okay Seraphine. It's really enjoyable watching you guys play. Like, I I don't understand it, which is like, you know, you guys are having to explain what you're doing, but I, the characters in that game are super cute. We you're, let Neff pick my support, and I ended up having yeah. to play the cat. But what was so, funny was you were like, not mm. the cat, not the cat, not the cat, and at the end of it, you were like, oh, I like the cat. The cat's okay, it's just because I need more supports. I always need more supports. As a point, she is primarily saying that they are super cute because the ones she's seen primarily are Seraphine, Kaisa, Ash, and Yumi. So I need to buy Kogma, <laughs> is what we're saying. You need okay. to buy Kogma, so and I need to get like Brom or something. You typically play like your hentai girls, and then, but I'm looking at the pictures on the thing too, like there's a lot of them that are really cute. So yeah, I need to buy Kogma and play exclusively Kogma. Or Chogoth. That means I should do Chogoth support works. Chogoth support works. Which was the tentacle one? Oh, Kevin. Kevin. That was super cute too. I I saw it. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kevin was changing his settings and it just showed up at our our cameras. (laughs) We shut off in uh, Twitch for a minute there. Uh Oh. Um, But yeah, no. uh, Kogma Kogma and Chogoth support works, I know. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's our bottom. That's our bottom lane, my man. You play Kogma because I don't know how to play Kogma. Oh, Kogma is easy. You Who fucking just stack dude? attack speed. Uh, Velkos. Oh, we could do Velkos. I liked just... him. He was cool looking too. Kogma, you stack attack speed and just true damage people for percentage health. That's Ridiculous. all you have to do. 
That's all you do is just stack attack speed and true damage people for percentage health. Oh. I will. I am. I am actually super fucking close to the um, prestige KDA Kaiser skin. By the way, I'm nope, really happy about that. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can, right. can I add one other thing to my two weeks? Okay, we're going to real talk for a second, not game talk. Okay. So two different people I know have been diagnosed with breast cancer in the last three months. So also in the last two weeks, I had my first mammogram. And I encourage anybody who's of a certain age to make sure you go and do it. Have you yes. done BCRA testing? Uh, I have not, but there's not a lot of, in my immediate family, there's not a lot of instances of cancer in general, so they don't. It's not something that you need to make. Yeah, Yeah, they don't feel the need to do it because there's not a lot of, in my direct family, a lot of instances of cancer, but I, you know, it's still something that. So my, there's cancer runs on both sides of my family. My mother's actually a breast cancer survivor. Um, so I will eventually have to go and get uh, some genetic testing prostate. done. Yeah, all the yep. things. Well, all not the, prostate. The no, no, it's still, still, still breast cancer for men. Breast oh, cancer yes, for men is. is a big thing. It yeah. is a thing, isn't it's, it? It's a, it's and a, it's, it's a silent diagnosed killer. It's because, a silent killer for men. Yeah. So I will eventually go in and get genetic testing done just to be safe. Um, because yeah, my mother's a breast cancer survivor. So it's always a good thing to just go do. Uh, but if you're a guy, make sure you go get your physicals. It sucks. That finger up your butt sucks, but... It's important. Like, And, and you know, like done. I know we normally also, talk about the light point, fluffy, but I wanted to, as a, you know... As, as a point, finger up your butt's not the only way to get that done. There are blood tests that you can do that if you don't want the finger up the butt. They're just as accurate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of things, and it's like... There's a lot of things you need to do, and there's just some basic shit that you can do that just keeps yourself safe. You know, um, I, I know a lot of people are were you know like are frightened of the idea of mammograms and stuff like that. I, I will say that it was uncomfortable, but it wasn't painful. You know, it's like your boobs in a vice, so it's not a comfortable thing, but. Yeah. You know, it's it's an important thing to have done. So if you're of the age where they recommend that you start doing it, take the time and go get it done. You know, it it, it could be something that's important later on. We will of uh, we will wonderfully at the end uh, in the show notes. We are going to pop some links, probably to the National Health Institute and uh, the National Health uh, NIH and the NHS. Uh, they have got some wonderful resources on self tests you can do for men and women for things like testicular cancer, breast cancer, all sorts of wonderful things. Um, we will, so I, of course, throw some stuff in there uh, into I the work, show notes in the descriptions. I work mm. in healthcare, and we have. I, I'm the one that deals with my specific practices website i have literally within the last month added everything you we have just talked about onto our website for ease of access for our patients. so we will That's give awesome. you the we will give you the uh chris's uh branch of the N- nhs <laughs> no i'll just i'll link to nhs and form for people <laughs> yeah we'll, 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 put work. <laughs> we'll put some resources for the nhs and the nih um in uh the thing <clears throat> so uh, um Protect your neck, y'all. Carrie, can I read that? Uh, Protect your neck, y'all. Okay. Uh, We don't have a whole ton of feedback going on this week, it looks like. Nope. 
Um, I know Kevin, of course, as always, has some shout outs he would like to go through. Sorry for the uh, the rapid, uh, the rapid neck snapping turn there speed we went. But uh, uh, it's always good to just remind people uh, it's getting up towards the holidays mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a good thing to uh, remind people because not everybody does. Everybody's so worried about covid and everything else right now that. <clears throat> they might not be considering the more the other stuff they should be doing and keeping an eye on. It's just for me, it's literally, it's part of what I did in my last two weeks. And, you know, like as much as we talk about gaming, our, our day to day real lives are part of what we did our last two weeks. So, you know, yep. Uh, if you're a lady, uh, scrape them and smash them. Uh, <laughs> if you're a dude, bend over and cough. Um, oh, yeah. I love uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if Anywho. we're doing that, uh, as a positive note, it's my birthday next week, and the girls at my work were amazing and gave me so much alcohol and a sixty-pound gift card to Amazon. So yay! And, That's and a I heavy have started gift working on your present that I already told you was going to be late, and I'm still not telling you what it is. Which I keep telling you, you shouldn't be doing because you're crazy. But you do you. But Gavin, <laughs> but Gavin, Kevin both know what it is. Although it's slightly changed since I showed you guys the picture. Yeah. Bye. You ain't getting I shit from me. Forget. You're just getting another year closer to death. So yeah, I mean, I've already that is that was literally on my card by one of the girls. Congrats on a year closer to death. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Also, shout out to like, Bill, she knows me. whose birthday was this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's happy great. birthday. You're closer to death. His his birthday was on Wednesday, so happy birthday to Bill. Close to death. Close to death. Close to and death. And our Christmas baby will be having his birthday next Friday. Oh, yep. I'm 30. Yeah. Wow, this is a big oh, one for to you. Welcome the grown-up years, Chris. Yep, yep. I'm uh, 35. So, you know so how I fucking act. In the last three, in the last two years at the practice, we've had two doctors hitting 30, and two admin staff hitting 30, and there's another admin staff next year hitting 30. So, yeah, we're all we're all we're all hitting that. <laughs> It, honestly, like, it's just another number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we there, do, We do have people listening from other countries. U.S., Go Canada, ahead, U.K., Sweden, and Ukraine. <clears throat> Ukraine. Nice. Ukraine. That's Max. I, I, I don't have, have a soundboard. I need, to get, I, need to get my damn, I need to get my damn soundboard set back up so I can play the, the, the anthem. The national Every anthems time. of all the places. Uh, no, just <laughs> anytime it's like Ukraine, Russia, Belarus, someplace like that. Just you know, hit that communist Ooh, march. You should teach me how to set up a soundboard for my for what we're going to talk about next. It's easy. That'll you just I, I will um we'll we'll discuss that afterwards. Yes. Okay. Um. So in another bit of interesting stuff. Um. So we got something as a podcast. As as a group, we got something, and uh, we we elected to send it to the only person who still recorded a goddamn podcast on a headset. <laughs> that would be me. Um, but now you can you see want... all of Urban Mike's. <laughs> yep, you can see you can see my arm here. You can see Kevin's. You yeah, can see wait, Chris's. Can can we not just like beat around the bush on this? Can we talk about like We're what the story there, was? Kevin, was giving Neth the chance relax. to talk about it since Neth is the one with the goddamn thing. You piece of shit. Kevin, Kevin, I love you, man. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm so aggressive. 
Um, so yeah, so we were given the opportunity to do a review of the new Yeti X World of Warcraft edition. And like they said, I'm the only one who didn't have a professional mic. Um, I do now. <laughs> so uh, we accepted the opportunity. We're not reviewing it here. Um, I've only had it. It came on Wednesday, I think, was when it arrived. So really haven't had enough time to do a lot with it yet. Test it out. I want to give it a really good you know, few weeks of using it. Um, so mm -hmm. probably either next week, uh, next podcast or the podcast after we'll do the actual review. Um, but it's, we, we are going to talk about the unboxing. Um, the packaging is fucking gorgeous. I, I will say that it was really well packaged, um, considering it came from the States up to Canada. There's, you know, like not a ding on it. I, and I was kind of worried about that, that there would be some damage to it just from shipping because you see what people do with shipping pack parcels. Yep. Um, it is absolutely stunning looking. Um, seriously, some heft to it, which I was surprised by. I didn't realize how heavy these mics were having never had oh, one before. Yeah, like it is. They've got some weight. It has weight. Like you if I still had, out with that. It, no, like, no lie. No lie. Like, I, you could fully knock somebody the fuck out with the base of this thing. So um, I do have one other real quick thing to add, right, before you finish up with that. Hmm. Um, we were not asked to do or say anything. We were just offered this. So this is our unbiased kind of run on this. So just just throwing that out there, too. Yeah, we actually, when we first saw the email, we kind of thought it was a... Um, right. It, that was a spearfishing scam. Yeah, we, we were 100% we were, like, this is a we spearfishing like, scam. We were like, I don't think this is real. Do you think this is real? Maybe this is real. Who's going to send us shit? Who's going to send these Why asshole stuff? Why want to send us something? Of <laughs> all like, the podcasts, of all the YouTube streamers. I was the, like. Why the pick us? <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm, okay. I'm going If y'all are good with it, I'll reply. Let's see where this goes. So, yeah, no, it's, it, it's really cool. I'm, I'm I was, you know. I was waiting for them to ask for your bank details so that they could do, do a wire transfer <laughs> to, yeah. cover the, uh, to cover the shipping costs. Yeah. Yep. That will be returned to you. It's just an insurance program. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, it came on Wednesday. Um, I unboxed it, got everything plugged in. Um, Kevin helped me set up. I don't understand a lot about, and, voice audio crap and kevin's our resident anal person when it comes to that uh, let's, 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 let's say something nice about kevin for, for taking his time to help oh, you okay on, i'm getting there so kevin, a anal. Yeah, <laughs> kevin really is anal about this stuff it's not a bad oh, thing it's not you, a bad thing it makes us sound good so Kevin helped me set it up and helped me figure out what the different settings were and what I should have on it. And oh, okay, you guys are trying to do hearts. They don't look like hearts. The heart. <laughs> you heart. You'd recognize it if you had one. I don't know. It's not Christmas yet. The Grinch's heart hasn't grown three sizes yet. Um. So yeah, no. Kevin helped me get everything set up on it and. I have been playing with the different voices, much to the chagrin of everybody else, <laughs> because I freaking love the voice changer thing a little too much. 
Um, I'm not. Voice changer gave us a voice changer just gave LB a perfect savage LB opportunity. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful this morning. That was so funny. Um, I'm not allowed to use the voice changer during the podcast. So you you guys won't get to hear it. Kevin might kill me. <laughs> I mean, on the review, I think that you should just hundred percent on the review. Okay, we will do that then. Um, but yeah, there's like a just going like the basic stuff that I've noticed so far. And again, this is not the review yet because I've only had it a couple days. But what I've gotten to play with the there's tons of things that I can change my voice to. There's other ones that you can download that people have created. There's a metric shit ton of samples of like different wow voices and stuff like that. Um, there's Jaina and Sylvanas and Bolvar and they're like, there's so many of them. Um, it's really, really like, there's so much to this mic. Um, it's going to be a while before I'm able to really like use everything. All right. So it and. We should also say that you're recording on it today. I so am. If people I am want using to. it right now. So they can compare. <laughs> they can compare old audio files. Go back to episode 133. Go back to episode 133. I mean, I, last week, two weeks ago. There is some audio. There is some post-production done to the voice, but it's, you know, cutting out low tones. So it, it's if you're wondering what it it's sounds like, like it's going to sound like what you're hearing yeah i remember i mean we've been getting we've been getting the twitch quality audio recently so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it, it, it's 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 not as big a set of changes as you might think like if you go back to an older episode where we've got multi-track audio recording and things like that yeah he kevin can do some fucking magic with that but when he's getting the mono track like we have been recently yeah there's not yeah. much there's not a whole lot he could do, unfortunately. But I'm actually impressed Craig hasn't shit out I yet was today, just so. about to say, oh, why did you but at the same fate? time, we shouldn't attempt oh, fate. I'm knocking on wood. Oh, no. Knock on all Stop wood. wood. <laughs> like, seriously, don't put that out there. Five minutes from now, it's going to be... <laughs> so, Neff, full review next time, or...? Um... If not next time, probably the time after. It, or, it's, okay. it's just going to depend on how much time I have in the next few weeks to get a chance to play with it. Um, I have time off over the holidays, and there's going to be a decent chunk of time that um, Spawn's actually going to be at his dad's, which he hasn't been a lot lately. So I'll actually get to use my computer and my microphone. He's plus, been you using know, it tons. <laughs> plus, you know, COVID Christmas. It's not like we're actually going to be doing much. <laughs> It, well, yeah, like I, I'm gonna be gaming or you know, watching movies with the kid or whatever. Like it's have a social distance Christmas. I mean, you know what the the irony is for me. This is not this is not any different than any other Christmas because I don't have any family in this province, so my Christmases are always just me and the kid. I'm quite excited for the 25th because we're having it down at the pub that my mom owns. So we're just, I really we're sh- want- this place is getting shot and we're just using it as our little Christmas place. I really want nice. to see pictures of the Christmas decorations you guys did at the pub. I don't know if they've got too many up because it is actually an inf- like because even at the health center we're not allowed to have any decorations up because of infection control. There may not be too many up. Really? Yep. Okay. Wow. Minimizing mm-hmm. surfaces. Yeah, okay, yep. that would make yeah, that makes sense. Anything that can't be cleaned with a uh, industrial solvent 
cannot be put up. Yeah, that makes sense. An hour into the show, we're starting the show. Twenty minutes, twenty minutes, thirty <laughs> minutes or so. God. Hey, folks! It's time to talk about some news. Woo news! So <laughs> fucking Torghast, guys. Yeah, that shit's hard, man. That's uh, real not anymore. Hard. Okay, I am <laughs> so thankful for the changes they did. I did a Torghast yeah. right before we started recording, just because I wanted to be able to talk about it. Yep. And so last week, I was able to do. I can't remember which of the two wings. What the two wings were last week? Um, uh, uh, it was, was Coldheart and Chertsey and Skoldus last week. Okay, so Skoldus was like a hundred percent fuck this shit. I could not do fuck even a level shit, four. It was horrible. The oh. other one, I breezed through, which was great. This yeah. week, I did a level five on one wing. I'm going to go back in and do a level six on the other. Um, I had a couple weeks where I didn't do Tor- Torghast at all, so I'm a little bit behind on my levels. Um, but yeah, last last week, it was just like, it was ridiculous. And this week, it felt a lot better. I was getting more... Um, anima powers. Yeah, I was getting more anima powers, less of the... What's the currency? Stygia. Stygia. Yeah. No, no, not the Stygia. The Stygia is oh. outside the moth. Oh, oh, sorry. Phantasmagoria. I keep wanting to call it Phasmophobia because that like game has permanently traumatized me. <laughs> we need to play oh, again, Neth. I was going to say, I'm know, sure we, we need to play again. 100%. We need to play again because I need to get myself geared up to do the Resident Evil 7 stuff, and which means I need to spend time playing things like Phasmophobia or else I'm like going to end up Sadly, streaming like, Chris 10 has minutes D&D at a time. Sadly, Chris has D&D after the show. Are we just no, no, a... Chris doesn't have D&D after the show. Chris has D&D about 10 o'clock, so he can do a couple of stuff after. Uh, after we can do some after stuff after the show. We'll see what's yeah. going on, folks. Just we'll see what's going too. on. Because uh, Crystal, um, Crystal needs to stream some more Warzone. Um, let's see. Uh, but yeah, I did uh, not not last week. The week before, when sex uh, floor sex was first available, I cleared floor sex on both wings, no problem on my shaman. Mm-hmm. Last week, when I was doing it, it was a slog. Yeah, like you and I did. Uh, you and I did what a three last week. We did uh, for you. Yeah, we did a three last week. Yeah, yeah, we did a three for me. Yeah, and it was. A bit of a slog. It was. It, and the, the funny thing was, though, was last week, I didn't find that both wings were a slog. It was just... It, scolded. Not, it was strictly scolded. scolded. Primarily scolded, but the other one going up so, to six and trying seven was a nightmare. So last week, cold heart was easier for range, and uh, scoldus was easier for melee. Yeah, well, yeah, like, melee, like, so Skoldus, there you go. just kept, I, like, I just got to the point where I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing it, and I just left the wing undone for the week. I was like, I don't fucking care are, right now. I was excited they... to go up and try and do seven, but I, I after tr- after just doing the sex, nah, nope, nope, didn't even try, didn't even try seven or eight last week. because so it was... We've been bitching about how hard it was. Yeah. Let's mention some of the nerfs that happened. So, <laughs> anima powers are dropping much more frequently. Uh, uh-huh. To the tune of like, I'm getting out of a floor with like four or five more anima powers than I started the floor with than I normally would get. Yep. Yes. Um, health has been reduced pretty much across the board. Damage has yep. been reduced on the elites. Um, the spawning stuff, which I believe it's fractured forces and the the ones that spawn. I have Skoldus. Yep. Yeah, I have Skoldus. Uh, so fracturing forces and I have Skoldus, which is when you're out of combat, a 
minion will spawn with an increased health pool. They have gotten a nerfed health pool, and they will no longer spawn if you recently exited combat. Um, oh, that will make a huge difference, because that was one of the problems I was having with Skaldus, was like, yeah. you would get out of combat, and you would instantly, mm. those stupid dogs would spawn, and then you'd be mm. back in combat. No, no, so, there was literally one where I pulled a mob, like, I, I pulled a, a big group with my uh, elemental up, and this fucker just appeared while I was in combat and shot yep. me. So my problem was that they would appear while my casts were in flight, while my frostbolt was in flight, or my uh, blue, my frozen orb was in flight. But it hadn't hit the target yet, so it you're hadn't not hit the target. As so you're not, not counted as the combat. combat. Element, elemental hadn't punched the fucker yet, so I wasn't in combat. Yep. That was very frustrating and unintuitive, but I, I've played I've played WoW long enough to understand how combat how combat spawns and triggers work. So I was just like, eh, okay, fine, we're gonna tag a maw rat, and we're gonna keep a maw rat on our nuts the entire game. By the way, helped. no one told me about how there's all these abilities for rats, and you can like spawn more rats and make them explode and shit. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin the loves one, the Mallrat abilities. The one that I really get happy to see is when you get the the however much percent extra health up to 100% every time you kill a Mallrat. 2% per like, kill. Yeah, I like that one. Um, if it's a if it's a wing that is heavy on the Mallrats, that is lovely to get. Or if you have a mage in your group because they can conjure food and it conjures rats too. By the way, what is the difference between the wings? Because I thought they're all just randomly generated levels. Okay, so each one, each they wing are. has a theme, but there is a set of predetermined theme. tiles. Okay, mm. so it's just you remember doing Greater Rifts in Diablo, where yeah. you would find uh, every so often you would find an identical tile to a tile you'd already been through, or even in some cases, two identical tiles bumped up against each other. Sometimes, okay. uh, it's the same thing. So, uh, Torghast wings are composed of themed tiles. Each of those tiles is generated and attached to each other. Right. Okay. Um, and so pieces. it's basically it's puzzle pieces. Yes. It's, it's semi procedural, but not really because I'm assuming that there are a long series of checks and balances in the system that yeah. prevents things from going wrong, which I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during the testing for Torghast just to watch tiles not sink in correctly, that would have been hilarious. This, I mean, in general, this seems like a very big tuning patch. Like, It is. It's a huge tuning patch. So part, one of the major complaints people had was that Tor Solash is so intricately tied. Most Okay, and I'm getting a mostly correct from uh, some folks. So, <laughs> um, so what I'm guessing is, is that there are predefined, that the tiles are semi-unique and that it, there's some predefined runs it can do more than likely. Gary needs a sipping tea emoji. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that there are, predefined, that there are predefined tile sets that it, it combines together and these predefined tile sets that they're semi-unique but not really. Um, so not quite as procedural as D3's Greater Rifts were but not quite going through a dungeon somewhere between the two of them. Um, so there was just a lot of changes done in Torghast. This, a lot of big complaint people had was that it was too hard for having this major legendary, this, this legendary, which is a lot of power. Uh, it's a huge power spike when you grab your first legendary 
um, tied behind this thing that uh, casual players were having trouble with. Like, you could not go in there. You could do a one and a two if you were a casual or before, but it was hard. It was a grind. And this kind of brings the legendaries. I'm hoping that Keep um, reward for finishing up the Torgas storyline, essentially, or in the Torgas storyline, um, stays very difficult because that's where you get your bout for the Maw is Twisting Corridors, a part of Torgas. I think, Gav, I mean, like when I think about Greater Rifts and Diablo, like the you try to make sure that you can like one shot stuff and like things are easy and like you that's progress for efficiency for efficiency. Okay. And that's an efficiency I, thing. do you think that these changes are kind of bringing it back to that level because things were just hard to kill and taking too long? I think people needed to get good. Mm, or we're under geared under geared and getting good or just no, it's no, no, like a lot of it, like, I was I did layer three. It was a bit of a slog, but I did layer three at like 150. 150, 155, you, something like that. So do you think like once we're geared, it's just gonna be trivial? It was going, or... to, be a, it was going to be a face roll if you were geared already. Like up to layer eight, it was gonna be a face roll regardless if you got geared. Mm-hmm. As it stands now, eight is I think I could probably do eight in the 170s where I'm at right now, the early 170s. I could probably do it if I was careful. If I was careful and I played my class correctly, I could probably do an eight, no problem. Okay. Um, whereas I probably would have need, needed to have been closer to like 180 something, 181 or 200 even possibly uh, to have gotten through an eight with my oh. skill level. Because my skill level is not super high. I admit that my skill level is not like fucking top tier shit, but I'm pretty certain that where it's at right now, I could do an eight with my skill level and my gear. It probably would take a million years, but I could do it. So it allows people who aren't going to be like mythic dungeon slash raiders to be able to do more of the floors. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so. I definitely think it, okay. it, it is. It is definitely, like I said, just a skill. It, it, it's a, not even a skill ceiling. It's just a gear ceiling. They dropped the gear ceiling on it. So you don't need to be up in higher echelons to clear it, which mm-hmm. I understand where people are coming from when they're complaining about it being too easy. Now I do understand. Like, I don't feel like I should be able to clear layer eight Torghast at 170. like not like under heroic gear. Uh, under mythic gear, under mythic dungeon gear, mythic dungeon. Well, is you need to get that far just to complete all the storyline, though, right? No. Where does the storyline end? I don't believe you have to go through an eight for the storyline, but I'm not 100 sure. The storyline sure. stuff is three and above. Three and above, yeah. So as long as you can do three or more, you're fine. I don't think 
it needed to be as dumpstered as hard as it did. But I understand also where people were coming from, where it was like, oh, Torghast is just a slog. I like, I like having a challenge. I, I didn't complete all of my challenge modes. I completed no challenge modes in Legion. But I liked going in there and trying. Mm-hmm. The, the part that I don't understand is that like I did Torghast once, and then you guys were like, let's do Torghast. And, and you were like, well, Kevin, you didn't do Torghast yet. And I'm like, yeah, I've been through there two, three times. I have no idea when it like officially unlocks versus Re- what well, I've been reset. doing so far. Weekly so reset. Torghast has officially unlocked. New stuff is available, weekly reset. At the moment, you still have Torghast to do if you are able to, uh, uh, um, unless you have cleared A on both wings. So, if sorry, go ahead. Um, if you are unable to clear the A on both wings, then you'd go up as far as you can and just make sure you've done both sides, and that's that's your Torghast for the week so, until you're able to do more. What Kevin was talking about is that we were trying, LB and I were trying to carry Kevin through a higher layer, but he only <laughs> okay. had layer one unlocked. Yeah, yeah. So he needs to do the. You need to. That was the problem. So until, yeah. So until. So you do one, two, three, all the way up until you have done that that number, and then it each unlocks for the other side automatically. Floors. Eight yes. Floors. Each t- each layer is six floors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But once yeah. you unlock any layer up to eight on any wing, period you have access to layer 8 on all other wings. So all you have to yeah. do is clear a wing up to 8. And then every other wing will automatically allow you to go to 8. It doesn't even have to be... It doesn't, it doesn't even have to specifically be 8. If, if you clear that floor on the wing, you have access to the next one on every other wing. So all so you have if to you do can is only clear layer 1 once, like, layer 2 yeah. once, layer 3 once, layer 4 yeah. once, etc., etc., etc. And until you obviously until you hit your wall. Once you hit your wall, continue to do that one uh, weekly until you get more gear to progress further in Torghast. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's okay. It's just crazy to me that it's like do do six floors of one, do six floors of two, do six floors of three. That's only the first time, though. It's you only have like, to do that the first time after that unlocked for the character permanently for the higher floors. Then you can just go unlimited floors? No, then you just go to layer eight. So say you do cold heart last week. Say you did cold heart layer four last week. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you completed layer four. This week, there's a new set of there's a new set of wings available. So you've got fractured halls. So you go do fractured halls. Fractured halls gives you access to layer five fractured halls, but you've never done layer five. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you've never done layer five before on fractured halls, but because you completed a different wing of four. You now have access to layer five. So you okay. can jump straight into five, and if you complete that, you'll unlock six for every other wing as well. Yeah. yeah. So the whole and then wait, six, seven, eight, and then what happens after that? At eight, after we just eight. wait until the Torgas storyline concludes and we get access to twisting corridors. Yep. And that's unlimited floors? Uh not that's not the unlimited one, I don't think, is it? I is twisting quarters truly unlimited? unlimited? I don't think it, it's truly unlimited. I think it's, it's isn't that the sixteen floor yet. one? It's the sixteen. It's the sixteen floor one, I believe. That is the one that is super difficult. Endless is not equal. It's not equal to some quarter. Okay. We'll figure out what it is, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I'll dig into it later. I'll figure oof. out what it is. Yeah, twisting, twisting quarter is the eighteenth floor one, and there's an endless one that will be coming at some point in the future. On second thought, greater rifts was much easier to understand. 
Put your keystone in and smack stuff. <laughs> there you go. Fill the bar until it's filled. Then fight a boss. Rinse and repeat. Collect legendaries. Oh. Um, the things. So, okay. um, Chris, this one, you and Neth uh, we're, are always the ones that talk a bit about this every season. Yeah. I know Kevin also contributes too, but I usually don't give a fuck. So yeah. So uh, the world first race has kicked off. Uh, mythic mythic difficulty went live on Tuesday for US. Uh, went live for uh, Europe on Wednesday, and then Thursday for the Asian region. Um, at the moment, eight bosses are down, and the two front runners at the moment are Complexity Limit and Echo, formerly. Pretty much the entire Method Raid team. With oh, the but Method's in the running too, though. Do you know? Method is in the running as well. So the top five at the moment, we've got the first, we've got two, uh, Complexity Limit, who got the first kill uh, on Sludge Fist, uh, followed by Echo, who got the second kill on Sludge Fist, or both uh, first and second with eight bosses. Pieces, who uh, still not killed Sludge Fist, but have killed the Council of Blood, are sitting in third place at seven out of ten, followed by Method who are sitting in 4th place, 7 out of 10. And 5th place, we have Avernus. Avers, a version. Aver, 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 thank you. <laughs> Can't read. Aversion sitting at 7 out of 10 in 5th place. Uh, at the moment, we have 1st place for, for the for US Guild with 4 European right behind. Mm-hmm. And then in 6 is the 1st for Asia. Yep. Uh, uh, no. No, the 1st no. for... Asia is... It's the Oceana Realm 19th, I believe. Skyline. Oh, no, Korea. No, Korea, Skyline. sorry. Um, I don't know if we're looking at the same thing. I'm now. looking at I'm looking at Wild Progress, which is cu- currently, which was updated today. Yeah. Which gets I've updated got, constantly. I've got the yeah. first Asian Realm being 12 with 12 uh, AFKR. AFKR, which is the first Korean Realm. Okay, uh, so you're not showing... Where do you see Skyline? Do you see Skyline at all? Not at all. Okay, so I'm showing that for Council of Blood, um, Skyline got the first Asian kill, and I I apologize for my pronunciation. Jitian Hung got the second Asian kill for Council oh, of Blood. Okay, so we're going for the worldwide progress is what we've got currently, not like first kills. We've got worldwide progress, so this is this is whole world progress, is what Chris and I are looking at. Yeah, but I, I'm still the the progress that I'm looking at still has Skyline in sixth place. Are you looking at WoW progress? No, I don't know yep. what you're looking at. I couldn't tell you where yeah. you're looking. Um, so we do have a Oceana realm and a Korean realm in the top twenty. Yeah, so. interesting. Uh, Sadly, there's a lot of red on this list. I mean, that's always the case. It's though. always a lot of red on the list. I know it's very sad. Back when all back when all the racials really, really mattered, the horde ones were the best for PVE. So everyone was horde. Uh, and they don't are, really matter as much. So there are two Area Fifty Two uh, uh, guilds there's on that list. Three Area Fifty Two. Three. Sorry, sorry. Three. Yep. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the highest representation, I believe, actually, for uh, a single server. It is, yeah. In the top twenty. In the top, In the top twenty. 20 yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so complexity limit U.S. Illidan. 
number one at the moment, Echo EU, EU Taran Mill, Pieces EU Stormscale, Method EU Twisting Nether, and uh, Aversion is EU Blackhand, which is a, uh, a Dutch. Dutch, yeah, German, German, DE, German. DE is German? German. Yeah, okay. Deutsch, yeah. So it's a German realm. Uh, so, uh, decent spread. We'll see how this uh, ends up going. Uh, everybody's kind of at a wall right now with um, Stone Legion. Well, the majority Legion. of the list is yeah. on a is on a, <laughs> a hard wall with... Actually, the hard wall appears to be Sun King. Because there's four, uh, sorry, not sorry. Council of Blood. Hardwall seems to be Council of Blood because there's a shitload of kills for everybody else. Council of Blood has nine. Sludge Fist has two. Yeah. So at See, the moment, I'm it, really confused by the. I'm looking at the WoW progress list right now, uh-huh. and versus the list that I am looking at, which is actually on Method's site and is updated continuously, there are a lot less. Council of Blood kills showing on Well Progress than is showing on Method. Uh, how many are showing on the Method website? All of the top ten for guild. All of the top ten guilds are at seven of ten. Okay, I'm. That's that's totally fine. I'm just what I'm looking at is just the overall kill completions that Well Progress is reporting. Which Well Progress is reporting nine total kill completions for Council of Blood. Yeah, Which, and and methods is reporting at least ten. Uh, well, uh, don't trust method anymore. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I that's that's me just being facetious. Um, yeah, there's there's differing numbers from differing places. TLDR complexity is in the lead with echoes following close. Yeah, behind. yeah. The top five is not in in contention. No, the, the top t- five, the top five is the same on both. I was going to say, yeah, uh, what, what's Kerry saying? It's possible that widgets versus APL updates are different speeds. Yeah, uh, very, very likely. Um, so, yeah, the world first race, full swing right now. Uh, US Guild uh, in the lead, closely followed by one of the top EU guilds. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> top, literally, first time they're running. Under this new under this new name. Under this but, new yeah. name, but yeah. they, they are know, royalty. They're they yeah. prior royalty, okay? Um, so who put in the next one? Because I did not read this. Not uh, I. I put this one in. Chris, if you'd like to talk about that, Ian has a Costas interview with Sloot. Knock yourself out. Uh so Ian did uh Ian did a interview with Sloot on his Twitch channel uh this week. Uh, while he was running uh, Heroic Splits. Uh, they were talking about many things, including the relatively successful launch of Shadowlands um, and the uh, overall uh, thoughts on Covenants, um, tanks, threat smooth issues. <laughs> I mean, it was a smooth launch. A few servers had shit. A few servers shit themselves, but the majority didn't. The mega servers, yeah. The mega servers shit themselves because they're mega servers. Everywhere else was fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the moment, the, the, in regards to Covenants, uh, Ian sees them as an overall success, not perfect. Uh, no one expected them to be perfect. Uh, there's been a lot of feedback across the community from people who found picking a Covenant hard. Changing Covenants isn't, a, isn't, that, isn't that big an undertaking. 
which is again a change from what we were told previously. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mm-hmm. don't think changing. I think it's if you go back. Like if you it's, go back to yeah, when you already were. Yeah, it's the that's annoying. Um, the, the teams keep an eye on covenant spe- uh, con- conduits, especially as the third soul binds unlock, which I believe is is the next reset. The soul, the third one should be unlocking. Uh, twenty one. I thought was the the third soul bind. I'm not sure though. Not a hundred percent sure there. Uh, let's see. Uh, tank threat. Now a lot of tanks have been complaining about their threat issues because let's be fair. It's been a fucking issue. <laughs> um, thankfully, they did give, get that buff coming that they had uh, at the start of this reset. Um, but Ian does say tank uh, threat should exist as a mechanic, but not something that tanks should have to manage minute for minute. So it is something that should still exist where tank threat can be an issue, but it shouldn't just be a constant slog like they were having from launch. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, I feel like it's kind of moving. Kevin, you played EQ, right? Yeah. Do you remember tank specs basically just being coffee machines? What do you mean coffee machines? They just hit the button and then they just went and got a cup of coffee. Mm, I didn't, I never played tanks, so I don't know. I was healer. That was the thing that um, happened with tanks. They, it was brain dead for a while there. Where they would just literally hit a button and they pulled threat, and that's all they had to do. Good tanks really? would, that's good tanks wouldn't sad. be like that. Good tanks could pull a dungeon very quickly, um, and they would be able to keep threat off you without even trying. Game. Yeah, yeah, so, um, <clears throat> yeah. That was a big change that actually did end up happening. Also, was that they moved that away, but that's EverQuest, and that's twenty years ago. So. Um, <laughs> One of the things that they did talk about was Torghast. Um, question that was brought up was, was is there plans to make floors account-wide? Because right now, obviously, they're not. They're character-specific. Currently, no plans, uh, but maybe in the future. And there was also asked if there could be a uh, ability to level in Torghast. No plans, but it's a cool idea. And I actually agree. I think that'd be very, very cool. The Tower of the Damned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Twisting Corridors uh, is coming soon, which is the challenge mode version of the of the of Torghast. Uh, it will and it will unlock account wide. Um, Twisting Corridors will be more challenging than what we saw on beta. Uh, you should be in epics before you even think about it. Uh, Eighteen floors is a long run. There's no true infinite mode right now, layer eight. Uh, but they will be revisiting that later in the expansion. Uh, so that actually answers a little bit about the uh, infinite modes and how the twisting corridors will work. But it's, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting interview. Uh, the MMO Champion has done a full breakdown of uh, the answers and and put them into sections, as they always do, and uh, link, the, link the actual VOD uh, in their chat. So if you want to have a look at that, uh, it's, we'll have it in the show notes for the full breakdown. By the way, the the whole conduit system, I was like, it's kind of, it seems overkill to me. Like, we've got covenant abilities, (laughs) we've got conduits, we've got, you know, another thing to unlock with, like, in the zone that we're in. There's so much, like, unlocks and abilities and shit. It's just... I would prefer um, them to just make content rather than 
systems that are tacked onto an expansion and then they disappear after that expansion. Just make some good goddamn content. I, That's a I probably would have done Covenant abilities or conduits, one or the other. It's like, give me... I, I mean, I like the conduit system in that it tweaks existing abilities, so I don't have more buttons. My problem is always I have too many fucking buttons. I'm so, tired. I'm tweaking, tired of... Go on, sorry, go on. <laughs> tweaking existing, but like the one that I have, like it allows me to be able to disorient people when I come out of Door of Shadows. Fucking great for PvP. Someone like there's a melee guy who starts attacking me. All I do is Door of Shadows onto my exact location. He's disoriented and I, I get out of like jail it. free. Yeah, no, it's great. It's like, I love Door of Shadows. So like having that tacked on conduit makes that ability viable for me. You know, if I didn't have that conduit, it would be junk for PvP or whatever. But anyway, um, having I, having that whole tree is enough for me. I don't need that and extra buttons and everything else. Like just maybe one or the other. I don't know. I I don't think we should have had either of them. I <laughs> I don't like either of the systems personally. I would have much rather no borrowed power and just more content, more story, more dungeons. Rather than spending all your fucking time on a system that's just going to get chucked out in two years' time. And then, oh, the the moment that LB told me that like the conduits have like item level, and I have to like find better versions mm-hmm. of the conduits uh-huh. I already have, yep. I was like, "Fuck this noise!" Like, it's why can't I just unlock a power and have a power? Now I've got to find a fucking better version of that power. So, oh my god! So here's the thing. The re what I'm the reason I'm saying just focus on like more dungeons, more content, more stuff like that instead of taxing on systems for two years, is because those are those are evergreen content. Dungeons are evergreen. They will be used for leveling. They will be used for time walking. They will be used for uh, transmog farms. They will be used for all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The covenant system is a system that will eventually be used for transmog. But because you're using the entire Covenant system while you're playing the expansion, probably not going to fucking need it. Because you probably already have it. Picture like two, three expansions from now. Well, I guess that's not a big deal. But would you have to actually come into the Covenant and unlock all this shit? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. It won't be gated. It won't be gated. So you can unlock it all in one or two settings. but. You'll still have to unlock it all, and you'll still have it's to un- get the reputation. Just like that. going and doing, uh, like trying to unlock the um, allied races right now. Yep, you don't have to do the reputation, but you do have to go back and do all the story, which yeah, I'm, is fine. I'm happy I'm, with that. I'm currently doing Pride of Colteris because I never did the Colteran quest line. I am completely okay with with the fact that you have to go back and unlock systems because it it gives you something like a race, something that is that is playable, mm-hmm. but. Borrowed power, something that's like, allied races doing sore lines and to unlock you, them that unlocks on your entire account forever. When it comes to fucking borrowed power for your character, that in two years' time, when was the last time we thought about the fucking Legion artifacts? Are we ever going to give a damn about Azerite and, and essences? Well, no, see, that's the fun the thing is that you know your fucking neck still works in old world content, your, your neck is still there. Yeah. You ever going to fucking use it? Depends on what they decide to do with it. I would love if they did something with it. They're never going to do something well, with it. After Same you like artifacts. stupidly outlevel stuff, you won't need it. You won't even think about it anymore. 
They're never you're never going to touch the the Azurite pieces. They're all gone. You may as well just get rid of them all because you're never oh going to. Oh no, again, I, I right? nuked my You're Azurite never going to need I your neck again. They're things. never going to update that that thing because did they ever update the the artifact? <laughs> I crushed ever. my Azurite uh, armor well, into uh, a line and snorted it. We uh, so we mm. we sacrificed our artifact weapons. The power, uh-huh, remember, uh-huh, Chris? Uh-huh, we sacrificed uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, like those are uh-huh. dead and gone. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. There was Zalthash? a story reason. What was Zalatash? Uh, Zalatash, Zalatash was depowered and fucking yeeted off into the distance and still exists. <clears throat> anyway, did we need an entire tree's worth of fucking new eye le- new shit to farm higher eye levels? Like, Jesus fucking no. Christ. No. This How is annoying a is that? We did not fucking need. As dude, the moment that LB told me, like, I was like, "Hey, I just got to duplicate one of these conduit powers," and I told LB, he's like, "Oh yeah, you need to find higher eye levels." I was like, "Go fuck yourself!" I was like, "I just unlocked this goddamn power. Now I have to get a higher eye level of it." Oh my god, go fuck yourself, game. Care, uh, I understand that there is an entire storyline behind that knife. That, but that's the point I'm making. That is the point I'm making. If they're going to introduce these type of systems, especially with the artifacts, and then never use them again, and then, oh, there's this one special one that we have again. Why? What? It's not really, if they can clearly be repowered, if this one is being repowered, why are we still not using Ashbringer? Why are we still not using Doomhammer? So the thing is, is that you have, okay, so fucking Naifu is very special because Naifu is a shard of old god crap. Okay, so. That's a different kind of story because everything else. I mean, I'm pretty sure the element still exists. So I'm pretty sure Doomhammer could still have some power or get some power. I'm pretty sure the element still exists. I'm pretty sure the light still exists. So probably re repower Ashbringer. Player, or players even, would. Or even taint the fucker and go taint you to Ashbringer. Corrupted. Players would get upset because they would want to keep that and never want to have another weapon ever again. What? And what? Can, and we can't have that in WoW. What? What? Literal lateral progression? Never. Lateral progression is the devil, according to Blizzard. I want to keep Doomhammer. Sorry, fun detected. I'm not saying we should continue to use the artifacts. I'm not saying that because I didn't want the artifacts in the first place. I hate borrowed power. It's fucking stupid. That's and I know that's your problem. (laughs) That's your problem. I know that's your big problem. It's the same problem I have. I'm not a huge fan of the systems in which you are just oh yes let me my patron deity give me your power i'm gonna take that away now bye yep neff you've been awfully quiet i mean i I like she's listening i like the the idea of like (laughs) if you had Doomhammer and then like every expansion you had to like do something to like power it up and like refine it and like make it more your own i i would feel more connected to my weapon in that way, rather than um, just like every time I find a higher eye level, chuck that weapon, fuck that noise, give me this new little dagger as, as my fucking priest. So, so uh, real quick, I know we've on a different tangent, but I was just reading the part of that uh, part of that write up for that Hazacostas interview. Uh huh. Faction balance is something the team talks about a lot, but there isn't a solution to talk about right now. The damage was done years ago. Troll racials in Throne of Thunder should have been nerfed. Faction balance isn't driven by power balance anymore, just by social structures. 
And how does Pl- Blizzard get players that went from Alliance to Horde to go back to Alliance? Buffing Alliance racials isn't the right answer. Fuck you, Ian. You can go fuck right off. He's shit. What? I mean, Why? he's not wrong. An error created the faction imbalance. Something that should never have happened created the faction imbalance. If you want to PV, if back in the day, if you wanted to succeed in PvP, <clears throat> PVE, you were Horde. If you wanted to succeed in PvP, you were Alliance. I, I feel like it's the same exact problem we're talking about with borrowed power. Like you have these offshoot abilities that are not quite balanced and are always kind of unbalanced. Well, the thing is, they are and we're always now. trying to talk about tweaking them, but nothing ever gets done about it. The pro- the problem is, they are balanced now. The racial, the racials are useless <laughs> that's why they're balanced mechano say what that's fine that's fine i would fine. like to remind our listeners that we are still in the news portion of the podcast and have not actually made it to our main topic yet <laughs> what main can... topic what main topic but that's what i'm saying kevin the the, the reason that this that there is a faction imbalance is because back in throne of thunder trolls had a broken racial it was broken as shit so all the raiders swapped they were horde <laughs> The second that was nerfed, well, we're not swapping back because n- they're all kind of shit now, so might as well just all be Horde. So the, the most, that's why the majority of raiding guilds are Horde. I, we've talked about this a number of times. A lot of that shit that's like different for each race should just be something that's utility-based and not necessarily power-based. And then people wouldn't care. You could just you could literally just pick something based on what you liked instead well, of what is the best. And I, I must be the what best. It is. That's kind of what it is now. They're all kind of shit. So there, there, are the, there, are, there, are, there are exceptions to the rule, obviously. The, tr- the troll one is still, still outperforms other racials. The Zedlar troll one is actually pretty good. But it doesn't outperform by a shit ton to the point where if you're not playing that, you're not min-maxing to the point where you're going to make LOL a big difference. LOL berserking. <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. They're, they're not outperforming each other by drastic amounts to the point where you have to be this race. So if you're, if you're no. a world firster, you do kind of yeah, have to be. Unless you're like a that. one percenter. But, yes. Yeah. But even then, it's such a minor thing. They're not outperforming like they used to. All right. Um... It's been a fascinating conversation, and I'm absolutely we're annoying, Neff. Let's go. But our resident Canadian has some not has annoying. a uh, uh, our I, resident. I didn't put that in there, so it's not your resident Canadian who has the news. Uh, it's talking about Canada, so you have to talk about it. That's just the law. It was it was actually <laughs> me that put it in. So I'll talk about it. <laughs> it's the um, law, Christopher. Oh well. So very quickly, uh, the there will be some pricing changes to uh, the Canadian dollar when it comes to your World of Warcraft game time. Just to clarify, this excludes subscriptions. So if you have a subscription to World of Warcraft, that the, your 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 pricing stays the exact same. This is specifically for if you're buying game time from uh, from the website. So your pricings will now be for thirty days, uh, twenty one dollars ninety nine. Uh, for 90 days, it'll be $61.49. And for 180 days, it'll be $115.99. And again, this excludes subscriptions. This is specifically individual month-to-month game time. And it also, it changes token balance when redeemed in the shop. Yes, it does. Uh, so the, the same as 30. It's $21.99. Yeah, it's $21.99. Yeah. So it's, it's, it changes. <laughs> 
but your actual subscription price stays the same. Yeah, if you're subscribed, you're not going to see any differences. If you buy your game time month to month, you will see changes. Yes. Um, so some big shit finally started coming out on the Diablo front. Wait, is uh, this more or less expensive? Uh, uh, more it more works out expensive if, game, if, uh, if you buy month to month. month. Yeah, if you're month yeah. to month, it's okay. more expensive. <clears throat> um, so some big news came through for Diablo. We got our quarterly update for D4, um, specifically talking about itemization. There is some really good talk going on in there about uh, how legendaries and other things are going to work. Um, legendaries will now be dropped. Like rare and like rare and uncommon equipment will now be more meaningful. Um, much like how D two had some rare and uh, uncommon equipment that was very meaningful. Uh, D four is going to be seeing that sort of system returning. Uh, uh, there's going to be a lot more random rolls on things, so you will be uh, farming some things, and there will also be some things that have fixed rolls, just like D two and D three. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. Um, really great write up uh, for that on the actual Blizzard website. So. Uh, definitely take a look at that. Diablo, uh, Diablo fans and Riker also have really good uh, roundups on the information presented in the quarterly update for D4. Uh, I'm going to link the Riker video in there. Thank you. I was going to do that myself and I forgot to. Um, yep. He uh, nearly creamed his pants when he found out that wands have a faster attack speed. I yes, like, I know. He's, he is so passionate <laughs> about Diablo he is such a passionate man about Diablo, and he has stuck to his guns on that through everything. And I res- mad huge respect for Riker. Uh, Canadian, Canadian, Canadian. Goddamn Canadians. Uh, big respect to him, though. Um, Diablo Immortal is in, I believe it is the technical, technical alpha, alpha at this point. Um, yep. Um yeah, I mean, just, there was there was no cheering when it was announced, <clears throat> but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor Wyatt, poor poor fucking yeah, Wyatt. And I we talked so about that when when that Diablo when that panel went up during after BlizzCon, we were kind of upset about it, but at the same time, we also felt really badly for Wyatt. We, we, okay, like, so we were, dude, dude had to go up there. That was he he had to deliver a shit sandwich, and he knew it was we, coming. We were ups- we were upset about the announcement itself, but we felt so bad for the man. It was. Like, I mean, he didn't help. He, did, uh, he didn't. He didn't help with the. Do you guys not have phones? That yeah, was, that, that, was, that was his own <laughs> fault. That was a that was a miscalculation on his part. But, but he handled that as bestly as as best as he possibly yeah, could. I felt so bad for the guy Oof. having to go up on on a BlizzCon stage Here's for one thing. of the most anticipated anticipated reveals for the entire show here's the thing and you could tell from the second he was on he got on that stage he, he knew this was gonna go he, he knew, knew this was, gonna was go going sideways the minute he got on that stage you can just tell would, by body language you could you see could, in his you could see on all of his body language his facial expressions like that's a d4 they're gonna burn me at the stake i am <laughs> not going to survive this somebody call the fucking cop i mean just like <laughs> I think for like several years we walked in the BlizzCon and we're like, is this the year they're gonna announce D4? And it's like we yeah, we had been talking about that. We had been talking uh, about that in the lead up to that BlizzCon. We were like, is it D4? Is it D4? Is it D4? And the thing is, and we've we've said this multiple times and we will continue to say it. 
they didn't have to announce D4. They had to just say it was coming. That's all they needed. Um, look what happened to Cyberpunk. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, would honest, honestly, they announced Cyberpunk seven fucking years ago. I mean that they were basically using old uh, Blizzard tactics for announcing games. Yep, let's announce honestly, it several I, years in advance I, and say we're working I on it for years. Think if at the end of the Immortals trailer uh, it said "and coming" and then Diablo with the four claws, it would have it would have done better. Sure. I honestly Agreed. think it wouldn't have been was, as it, big of a shit show as if they had had that. This is a dead horse. We've talked about yes, this yes, it is. so much. If they had just done something to acknowledge that it existed, it would have been fine, I think. I think, even, honestly, that's all they needed. Even do a title card, D4, coming soon, and to hold you over, mm. hey, here's Diablo Immortal. You would in that order. No, no, they would have had to no, have gone... Oh, other order. I think other they would have had to have better. done the... Oh, and one more thing. That's the only and way to really do that. Thing, yeah. Because the thing is, it builds the hype. Because, yes, Wyatt would have gotten the exact same reaction, but instantly would have turned everything around by going, yep. oh, uh, guys, oh, we got one more thing. More thing. Just if, one if more thing. Jobs the shit out of that. It would have went if, fine. If he had been walking off stage and then just stopped, was like, "Oh, hey guys, yeah," and one more thing, and just walked and off just while the title card played. That's all oh, he would have done. Needed to yeah. have done. He yeah. would have instantly become a hero in the community. Yep. Unfortunately, That's the cool. poor man was demonized completely. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm also linking a video that I saw yesterday. Leviathan was playing Diablo Immortal. For a long oh, time, how is, stream. how is it looking? It looked pretty good. I mean, good. And that's it's definitely like it, it's not I'm like super it. super fluid. Like, I don't think you can. I think it's Tech like alpha. they said all throughout Australia. Like we Tech got alpha. we got we got a little taste of it on the floor when we were there. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I'm gonna give it a go. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Hell yes, I'm gonna give it a fucking <laughs> rock, dude. I upgraded my phone for a couple of games that I really wanted to play and also I needed a new phone. I'm pretty certain my 7 Plus, my uh my 7 Pro will uh will handle Diablo Immortal. It'll be fine. I am I am running uh I'm rocking iPhone 11. I've been playing Wild Rift on this. Runs like a fucking dream. I am excited to try Immortal on it. Yeah, super stoked. I want to play the game. I would love to have something oh, bite-sized for Diablo. I, I would forgot love- to add about Wild Rift. I need to put that on. <laughs> iPhone and, and we're getting told that the iPhone six can run can run Diablo Immortal, so <laughs> it is going to be optimized out the tits. Apparently, yeah, it's still running early on a wide on, so variety I mean... for a wide variety of platforms. So now the question is, will I be able to just absolutely break it with blue stacks? That's the pertinent question. That will be the fun question to figure out. Um, but that's. Enough going through Hearthstone stuff right now. Uh, Hearthstone, uh, Diablo stuff. I looked down and saw Hearthstone, which is our next segment, which I'm not talking about, despite the fact that they just pushed a massive patch that updated uh, a lot of the reward track stuff. I'm still not happy with how Team 5's been handling Hearthstone, um, so I'm still not playing. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. You, 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 You protest with your dollar, buddy. Yep, I do me. Uh, I, I'm literally a person who was spending $300 plus a year on Hearthstone. I'm not anymore. 
Uh, but Good yeah, job. so we did have uh, we did finally get the season one update for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, which is no longer Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone. It is now just Warzone. Warzone is they simply... they are trying to scrub Modern Warfare from existence, and it's really pissing me off. Well, that's what they have to do. It's a yearly release. They have to do it. They've unfortunately tied an evergreen mm-hmm. system to a yearly release title, and that's going to suck for them. Because I, I mean, next year, when the next when the next mainline Call of Duty game comes out, they're gonna have the to scrub Black Tops from the fucking from the titling and from. Man, everything. I I really wish they would have used this as a jumping off point to create more of a games of a service system instead of like doing a few seasons and then like saying, "Okay, guys, now buy this other game over here and start playing that because we're not gonna be making money on this one anymore. We need you to pay sixty more dollars. That's the yearly model though, Kevin. That's just how the yearly model goes. Fuck the yearly model. That's why I don't play these January games. Um, yeah, January, no, that fuck the yearly model. Yeah, January, fuck the yearly January, model. Genuine question. Where so I own Black Ops. No, I don't mm-hmm. own Black Ops, sorry. I own Modern Warfare. And mm-hmm. I I I obviously do Warzone with you guys. I only have the Warzone section installed. That's all yeah. you need. That's all you That's need. That's all I need. Yeah. And even going mm-hmm. forward, once war, you know, Modern Warfare is no longer really being updated or supported yep. or anything, Warzone will it's still, still all I need. I it's don't need, need. To, mm-hmm. I don't need any kind of new game. I can just still play with you guys. Yep. No problem. Exactly. But it's very you know, clear that they're pushing us off of Modern Warfare and trying to get us to buy Cold, Cold War. Is that what it's called? Cold, Cold War? War, yes. Um, and Cold War is just a shittier game the graphics are worse the movement's worse the gunplay is worse i just thought that modern warfare was a much more refined game and yeah it's not as like arcadey i guess as cold war but i don't want arcadey i liked what modern warfare was see but kevin so there's a lot of people who feel 100 percent the opposite direction there's a lot of people who hated modern warfare it's, for what it was. Yeah. Oh, and they're happy to have Cold War because it's not what modern warfare was, and it's back it, to the the version that they like. It's one of the reasons that Activision rotate their developers every year for their for the Call of Duty games. Not only just so they make sure they can get the games out, <clears throat> but so they all feel kind of different. Yep. I I really wish that like they would just use a Destiny model and like keep both games going and create new content for it and release new content for it. They and, haven't like, released new content for Destiny in years, Kevin. Yeah. No, but say. what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, use a model more similar to Destiny, mm-hmm. where you're like have a small chunk of stuff and you pay some money for it, and then you can so continue to play that game. You used to not get a la carte. Destiny added a la carte in the last fucking expansion. Okay. It started, you had to buy everything. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to access to Mercury, you had to buy Osiris. <clears throat> if you wanted access to um I'm just gonna use trial I'm just gonna use Osiris right there. Uh, and yeah, if you wanted access to Mercury, you had to buy Osiris the Osiris DLC. Which I mean, by the way, the Osiris DLC was garbage. Mars. Mars was the other one. I mean if you wanted access bet- to Mars, you had to buy Warmind. The best example, and I hate that I'm saying this, is World of Warcraft, at least in its current iteration, because they roll everything into the base game when a new yeah. expansion comes out. That, that's how Perry. That's that's why Perry started playing in Shadowlands. My my wife, if you're not aware of that, folks who are listening, Perry hadn't been playing through all of BFA, and she decided she wanted to start playing WoW again at the end of BFA, and we were both like, oh. 
probably don't buy BFA and just wait until Shadowlands comes out because you'll get all the BFA content when Shadowlands drops. Yeah, because they just roll the old expansions into baseline. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, though, WoW kind of has us over a barrel because we put, pay for expansion and we pay a monthly fee, which is like the worst of both worlds. That's yeah, I mean, I'd... To me, though. Like, it's only like even Final Fantasy is still like that. Yeah. I rather subscription MMOs are. Subscription MMOs are still a thing. Yeah. I, it's not the heyday of subscription MMOs, but anymore, but it's uh I I mean I still kind of like MMOs on the planet are subscription based MMOs where you have to pay for expansions. I kind of like what Destiny is doing the best, where you're paying a chunk of money when you're actually when you actually want to play. And then if you're not playing, you're not like wasting money every month if you're not playing it. So your problem is with the subscription model, Kevin. It's partially due to that, but I think it's a more fair way to do it. It's like pay a bunch of money to play the game, and then if you're not playing, you're not continuously paying for something that you're not playing. Your problem is the subscription model. subscription. It's one way or another. I mean, if I had if I was playing every month, then give me the expansion for free. That's what I would prefer. Uh so that's more of a Netflix isn't make isn't charging me every year like a hundred dollars so that I can get all the new movies that they're gonna come out with and then charge me twenty dollars a month after so your that. Problem they is just charge getting, me twenty dollars a month. Your problem is paying AAA prices for a game and then having to pay a subscription fee as well. On top you of want that, one yes. or the other. Correct. Yeah, but in, and LB is bringing up a very good point. Yeah, in chat, Destiny does one raid a year. Basically, while you get you while you get a raid plus dungeons plus story you are getting plus all of that. So in comparison to so so, so let's let's keep your Destiny analogy here, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're wow, okay? All right, yeah. Destiny mm-hmm. gets one major patch a year, essentially. They're getting major patches now with the seasonal stuff because that adds a bunch of content that you're doing, but. You get one major content patch a year. You get one big raid with your expansion. Versus, wow, where you're going to average three major expansions, and each of those major expansions is going to bring new systems, new raids, new dungeons, new everything. You're getting three Destiny expansions a year in WoW, or per expansion cycle in WoW. And he's only, yes, but... So you're getting the three major content patches, but you're also getting the smaller patches, which add more story, which add more, which at some occasions dungeons. Yeah, it's you or get more zone. for your buck. Yeah. So you're, the thing is, is that you're getting so in Destiny, what you pay for your smaller your subscription is you buying your season pass. Right, the season pass. Because you're not yeah. getting all that content by buying. I didn't get all the content by buying Beyond Light. I got all the content by buying Beyond Light and the season pass. And they and this, yeah. I mean, I what I would like to do is, I guess, like, I guess you could look at it like, if you pay every three months for your subscription, or if you pay every six months for your subscription, that's kind of like buying your season pass. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you're also getting a discount when you do that too. <clears throat> True. You get a discount by buying in bulk. I mean, I, what I, would be? I buy six month subs. Yeah. What would be cool is like I buy the expansion that covers mm-hmm. six months worth of gameplay or whatever, right? Or six months worth of subscription, let's say. And then like six months after that, I buy like Shadowlands Part Two 
and then Shadowlands Part Three, like no, three no. or six months after that. No, I do not want them to commodify no. it further no. and break down no. the content behind a paywall. Because then right. you're just paying for patches. It's which it's it's, not... it's the same thing. It's the same thing Destiny does. I prefer mm-hmm. the WoW model because I don't have to pay if I don't want to play. Yeah, just unsub and then you just don't play. Yeah. Versus, and if you don't want if you don't want to play for an entire expansion, you don't play for an entire expansion. It rolls into the base game. Oh, and you can see all the content then. I prefer the WoW model. Like the Destiny model is just as good, but the problem with the Destiny model is, is that if I want to stay competitive through the entire expansion, I probably need to go back and buy the previous seasons. I need to buy the previous seasons. In WoW, all I have to do is cancel my sub, re-up my sub six months from now, and I can play catch up, and I have access to all of the content. That was Plus really he has friends that, that can carry his ass through shit. Yeah. That's why I prefer the WoW model. Is because because the, you can stop. You can yeah, take a break. <laughs> the content is not commodified further. Yes, I'm paying a subscription fee, but I only have to pay the subscription fee when I want to play the game. Rather than Destiny model, where I have to buy all the seasons if I want to stay competitive. If I want to keep up, I have to play all the seasons. It's why it works for Final Fantasy as well, because they run the exact same model as well. You, you buy the game, you sub... You pay. You play. Pay as long as you want to play. You don't, don't want to play. You stop paying. I feel like we get more. You're you're definitely getting a hundred percent more content with a sub model than you're going to get with a a la carte. Pay for it once you get it all. A hundred percent. In theory. <clears throat> In theory. But I still um, feel like the first Warlords few months that not I'm playing, not counting. Okay. Uh, yeah, Warlords doesn't count. count. There was a I lot mean, of problems both internally and externally when it came to Warlord's development cycle. There, were, yeah. there was a lot of problems that kind of just... How many raids was Warlord's? One, three? Two. Two. Because the first two were part of the same tier. <coughs> they gave us a free month of WoW sub with, like, with certain tiers of WoW for Shadowlands, right? Yep. So, um, yes, uh, the are... Mythic tier gave you a 30-day time. We are we are dragging on a little bit. Uh, we do have a lot of other stuff we wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I could go on and on. Um, about let's 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 hold CD Project for the end of this because I know God fucking help us. CD Project is just going to be a I, whole fucking chunk of stuff. Yeah, we don't have to spend two years talking about that though. I mean, I feel like it's been talked I, to death. It's all over the fucking internet. <laughs> Yeah, that the problem is is that we are all going to have really firm opinions and want to be heard about it. That's my concern. So, why don't, the rest of it the rest of it is pretty quick and easy stuff. Um there's two Among Us announcements. Uh it is coming to the Switch and it will also be coming to the Xbox. Um I don't have a release uh release date uh for uh the Switch release, but for the Xbox release it will be January 2021. And the PC version will be available through the Game Pass. It's already available through the Game Pass. It's already available through the Game Pass. If you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is the console and the PC games, you can already get Among Us through that if you don't have it through Steam already. Um, And it's coming to the actual console in January. Yep. Uh, Chris, uh, we mentioned this one 
pretty quickly. Uh, it's not something we're going to dig too deeply into. Uh, but uh, those of you who have followed WoW for a while know the name Greg Street. Yeah. Uh, you may not know the name Greg Street, but you should know the name Ghost Crawler. Ghost Crawler formerly known as Ghost Crawler, uh, a major, major force at Blizzard <clears throat> behind World of Warcraft and some of our most favorite things like promising us ponies and never promising delivering. Promising us a dance studio. Actually, I think he's still known as Ghost Crawler on Twitter. I think he was allowed to keep the name when he left. Yeah, I'm pretty certain he did. But uh, yes, better known as Ghost Crawler. Let's put it that way. Though. So many promises, none for So many promises never kept. Um, <sighs> Uh, where's my where's my thrilling aerial combat? Where's my dance studio, Greg? Where's my fucking dance studio, Greg? Um, um did, yes, Gab. He, did I miss that you skipped Ubisoft or? I, I, I did. I, was I did. Like, I'm going. Like, I'm going up from the. I went up from the bottom because I, I went from, from the, the lightest news stories to the heavier news story okay. on this one. Gotcha. Sorry. Um. So, uh, Greg Street, uh, moved to Riot. Um. Moved to Riot a couple of what was it five six years ago? At this point, yes. longer than that. It was longer than that. I think it was Andy Cataclysm, wasn't it? Oh my god, was it that long? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's been a while. Gary is saying seven. So seven years. So it was, yeah, seven years. So Andy Cataclysm. Yeah, we're sorry. Uh, and we are still bitching about Ghost Scroller to this day. Um, um, He's potentially being going to be leading up a MMO for Riot Games. I believe it's confirmed that he's going to be leading it up. Mm-hmm. Has it been it's confirmed? confirmed. It's okay. Confirmed. It's con- he tweeted it. It's confirmed. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, he is heading up a League of Legends re- uh, uh, adjacent MMO for Riot. Uh, so Riot has been pushing really hard over the last couple of years to World broaden... <laughs> Well, they've been trying to broaden their mm. scope beyond the MOBA genre for a very long time. They were a one-trick pony. They did League there of Legends, Riot and games, that was but it. they had one game. <clears throat> they did a singular game. Um, they are now moving moved into the card uh, to the uh, TCG sphere yep. online. Uh, that's with Legends of Runeterra. Yep, uh, they've moved into the auto battler, the auto chess that's with TFT. Uh, they mm-hmm. moved into the first person, or they moved into the team-based shooter genre. Valorant, mm-hmm. and now they are Doing moving quite in, well at that too. By the way, uh, and they yeah. are now moving into the uh, MMO, uh, MMO sphere, okay, World so here, of Runeterra. <laughs> here's here's his tweet. It says, "I have news. My recent job at Riot has been to help develop the League universe, which we're going to need because it is time." My new job is to kick off a big, some might say massive, game that many of you and many rioters have been asking us to create. P.S. We're hiring. And then it says a follow-up about hiring for the new project. Yes, we're serious. These kind of games take a lot of developers. Like any R&D project, we'll start small, but we'll grow. Best way to apply is visit the games, uh, Riot Games website. New roles for the project will likely appear in January, and we will add more over time. If you're an industry veteran with MMO experience, it's less important to wait for the role to be posted. Those folks can DM or hit me up via LinkedIn. Finally, be patient. We're thrilled with the excitement about the project, but every aspect of development is going to take time to do it right. We absolutely don't want to disappoint you. 
Well, there you go. So they are uh, working on an MMO or some sort of massive online game. I want to see how they pull off Piltover, not going to lie. And, and like, <laughs> given that he's saying that his recent job has been to help develop the League universe that they're going to need. Accurate, yep. That's like so like that's so like hey it's a league MMO it's it's in this universe it's 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 world of Runeterra. that's what it is <laughs> so the funny thing is is that if you played <clears throat> league always strove really hard to have a sort of overarching story it was not great but they had an overarching story you yep. go back to the earliest days of league comparative to han or uh heroes of new earth or some of the other moba clones that were littering the battlefield at that time um they tried very hard to build a living world around them they have edited it and changed shit so many times but uh and they have literally so killed and brought back uh, champions yep uh, but they have done a very strong job of building a living world around the game and the universe in-game uh, to the point that they used to have a newsletter, an in-game, an in-universe newsletter that used to go out back in the day. Yep. Uh, detailing, detailing stories and changes to characters and giving an in-universe reason behind why XYZ character is no longer doing this and is doing this and things like that. Uh, they've tried very hard. It was very amateur hour to start with, but they've uh, vastly improved their I writing. Mean, it was amateur would, hour. I'm not going to say the vastly improved the writing because have you seen Seraphine's backstory? Yeah, it's dumb as fuck. Uh, but the, mm. in comparison to how it was eight <laughs> years ago or whatever, eight, nine years ago, it is night and day comparatively. Com compared the, compare the introductory lore for Ash to the introductory lore of Santa, and it's night and day. Compare the introductory story for Ash and compare the introductory story to Seraphine, and it's about the same. <laughs> she was a strong, independent woman <laughs> who didn't need no man and then married a barbarian. Yeah, exactly. To unite their kingdoms, because they're both Whereas, technically barbarians. And then Seraphine says, I want to sing. <laughs> yep. That's about it. Uh, Chris, the other one that's on the Riot Games, let's get through that real quick so we can get through it. I don't understand it. the singing part of the story. Um, let's get through, let's get through, let's get through I'll Wild Rift. Later on. Uh, Wild Rift, uh, the mobile version of League of Legends, which uh, is now live in Europe for the open beta. It is available on Android and iOS devices. It runs super smooth on, uh, well, I'm using an uh, iPhone 11, so it runs super smooth on that. I don't know about older generation phones, but it, it runs very smooth. It actually plays really well. I lay in my bed and play a couple of games before I go to sleep every night. It's real fun. Um, highly recommend it. It's, it's, it's a quick download and it's easy to jump in. And the tutorial system is actually really good. And they throw champions at you left, right, and center. <laughs> Like, well, ridiculously go. so. It's very fun. Highly recommend it. There you go. Um, the one-woman story. Go. What? Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft. Oh. <laughs> the one-woman story. Go. Well, I mean, there's two stories. Um, so, first, the Ubisoft Winter Sale is on right now. So, if you are looking for any Ubisoft games, they have some really nice deals going on. Um, one of them being if you buy a new release and one more item, you get a bonus discount off your cart. There's a lot of games that are like really um, decently price cut already. Um, 
So for example, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising is 33% off. Um, Valhalla is also off. Watchdogs Legion, which is another new one. Like they all have a discount right now for the winter sale. Um, and if you combine two of them, you're going to get an additional percentage off of the games, which is great. Um, also, so they're doing this thing kind of like kind of like seasons, but eh, um, so because part of Val, part of Valhalla, you have a settlement, okay, and as you progress through the storyline, you build your settlement bigger and bigger and you, you know, like you build, add different buildings and stuff like that. Um, so festivals will be happening at your settlement throughout the year. And the first one went live a couple days ago. So there's um, different in some rewards that are only available um it actually is pretty fun so far and they they tie it into the storyline so it's not just like hey random festival like there's stuff going on that ties into the storyline you have to have progressed to a certain point before you can even access this like it's not like you can't start up and just instantly you're in this you have to have gotten past a certain point in the main story to be able to do this um but they're going to be doing it year round so there's going to be festivals going on in your settlement but it's festivals that are appropriate for the time and place that it's set so it's not we're not celebrating christmas we're celebrating yule because they didn't celebrate christmas back in 800 so all right it's just really fun so check it out if you haven't already and i'm going to be playing that some more this weekend because I want to get my tokens so I can get all my shit because that's what I do. Some fun bits and bobs for Valhalla and some games with massive amounts of bugs and so much exploitable shit on sale. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's Ubisoft. It's of course it's buggy. That's just yep. that's just the charm that's of Ubisoft. Ubisoft. That's just their charm. You don't expect a Polish <laughs> game from Ubisoft. So we are we are running down the time real fast but um, one real quick one just before we finish up uh, before we real move on to quick the other one. one yep uh dnd beyond uh the digital dice is now available on the dnd beyond app so if you use dnd beyond for your characters for dnd you can now use the app and have your dice there as well fantastic um, if if that app is anything if those dice are anything like the dice in Baldur's gate three they can fuck right off and i'll use my physical dice thank you they're not it's the ones that are on the website they're pretty good the ones that fucking yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 are horseshit. I need to play more of that since the new patch. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, okay, so the bigger news story that, of course, this is what everybody uh, has been talking about. And uh, yeah, we really did neglect to mention the Game Awards, but fuck them. Uh, Mass Effect is getting a new game and a bunch of other shit's happening. Uh, new stuff for Halo and other stuff. Things. We'll put a fucking link to it in the fucking show description. The show notes. (laughs) Um, The biggest one that everybody that has been basically dominating the news cycle for the last week uh, is Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. It's a thing. Uh, 
Um, it's a big steaming pile of thing. It's a big heaping pile of thing if you're playing on console. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, go, go for it. No, go for it. Can we like quickly run down the story and then provide some thoughts? Because I feel like we could just be talking about this for the next two hours. Oh, we a hundred percent could. Um, so uh, the TLDR is that uh, the game is absolutely dog shit, and not optimized, or and barely running on last gen consoles, uh, specifically the uh, original PS4, PS4s. the original PS4s, and the Xbox One S's. They run moderately better on the. Pro and X uh, for the crossbone and the um, uh, for the crossbone and the uh, PlayStation for the Pro PlayStation Four Pro What's a crossbone Xbone Xbone Xbox, Xbox One. One Okay Xbox One uh, for the crossbone uh, X. So they play moderately better on those comparative to the S and the standard four. Um, Yes, yeah, so CDPR did some shit, and they did some kind of shady stuff. It, there's no kind of involved. Like, it, it's hella shady. Yeah, so they review embargoed the console versions. Not the PC versions. Not the PC version. They sent out codes and review copies for the PC version to fucking anybody who asked, basically. Um, but they did not send out review co- copies for console. And they embargoed console uh reviews was that because the game ran like dog shit on console and then, absolute and then dog shit. I'm, I'm thinking maybe absolute so, dog shit so we were looking earlier at the two videos that they were the cd project red released on their youtube channels showing xbox one and ps4 versions of the game and this is their footage they put out Showing, look, look how wonderful it plays on the staff. Yeah, that did come out before launch. Mm-hmm. And what did it's, you notice about those videos, Chris? Yeah, so what did you notice about settings, Chris? So I noticed that at least a minimum of those settings were turn off crowds because there is an option in the settings to turn on crowds to full, medium, uh, lower, off. They were off, so the streets were empty of people. So that would have definitely affected, you know, improved performance. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to tinfoil because like, people were walking super slow. Like you, yeah. like, like most of what you were seeing was not high, yeah, <clears throat> high performance demand stuff. Yep. Stuff that'll run smooth regardless of what you're playing it on. So <laughs> the thing is, is that after all this information came out. CDPR, CD Projekt Red, unilaterally issued an apology and unilaterally offered refunds. Sony then promptly removed Cyberpunk 2077 from the PS4 uh, PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. And Xbox has put like some big flag on it, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <clears throat> Um, it's basically like I mean, you may experience they, I mean, performance problems. Also, know they that unilaterally offered, offered refunds without, you know, like, hey, let's check well, with Microsoft and Sony first. That's, that's what yeah. unilaterally means. Like, that's what unilaterally means. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I need more tea. Uh, 
It's okay. Uh, so they, without consulting any either of the major platforms, uh, the major console platforms that they released on, they offered refunds, which, as Chris has pointed out, and some other folks have also pointed out, um, they really can't do by themselves, according no. to some EU no. laws and consumer protection laws and some other stuff. So, so the de- the developer can't can't it's on their platform. They can do whatever the fuck they want because it's their platform. Platforms that are just hosting the game and take a cut, they can't do that. They can't unilaterally say this is this, this is what's happening. Because it's not their platform. They have yep. Sony Sony and Microsoft specifically have policies and procedures in place that will that will allow and rectify refunds. If you if the if you don't fit those criteria, you cannot get a refund from them. Yep. Now, Sony has since said, we're giving refunds, so that's happening. Yeah, Sony and has Sony offered has... a blanket refund to yes, anybody who purchased on the PS4. Sony has offered blanket refunds, and they have taken it off the store. Microsoft has not offered blanket refunds. Not, it's not off the store. It's still on the store. But as we said, there is a giant warning saying, this game shit. Wait. <laughs> hmm? um, so, it's it's... It's the same. It's the same as if you bought it on Steam. If 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 we were having the same, because PC aren't having as major issues. There are still issues, um. But if we were having the same issues that the consoles are having, and CD Projekt Red just unilaterally said refunds, here you go. Steam could Steam can easily say no. They have their own policies in place, and the developer of a game cannot deem. Because they have to go through that platform to remove the content, basically. 100%. Can I I correct one thing you said, Chris? Go for it. um, Xbox support has come out and said that they are expanding the existing refund policy to offer full refunds who purchased Cyberpunk 2077 digitally from the Microsoft Store. So they are also doing what Sony did, but they are not pulling the game like Sony did. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, another thing, real quick, um, our wonderful buddy Carrie has now mentioned in our Twitch chat that Best Buy is accepting refunds for open physical copies. Oh, wow. That, wow. okay, so that's, that's I even, worked retail. Wow. I worked retail for seven years. We never accepted a refund on an opened video game or piece of media, ever. It was an exchange for the exact same item mm-hmm. only, ever. The yep. fact that they're taking a full refund for the product is wow. kind of unprecedented. Way back that, in the day, I walked, I worked at Future Shop, and that was you. That, anyone else? That's a no-no. That anyone no-no. else think that is just a major double flip the bird to CD Projekt Red? There? Uh, no, I think <laughs> it's because what they're going to do is that they've already contacted them and gone, "Okay, we're just going to send ship you back any copies since you said you're offering refunds. We're just going to ship you back physical copies." And we want a refund on our orders, on our purchase orders. That's exactly what they're going to do. I guarantee you that's what they're doing. CD Projekt Red offered that, extended that offer to players, and I guarantee you they're going to have to extend the same offer to uh, physical locations that had the product, just for consumer protection purposes. I guarantee you that's what they're doing, is that they're gathering the copies and they're shipping them back to CDPR and getting a refund on their POs. What's and- their... What's their stock setting at? Do we know? I just, I literally just it was pulled it up. Down around thirty three percent or something like that. It's minus thirty seven point eight. 
It's a great time to buy CDPR. It's a great time to buy CDPR. If they don't bottom out completely as a result of this, if they don't bottom out completely and implode as a studio, like what? What date of the game release? Tenth, December tenth. Yeah, the tenth, the tenth, the tenth. Um, I think reviews came out on the ninth. There was, there was a, um, there was day one. They had apparently ran a profit. They had, based on the sales from day one, they had got, they had made all their money back from development and had started running a profit. Day one, just from pre-sales. Okay, so on. December 4th, they closed at $443. They are currently sitting at $271. Oof. Oof. What was the original price point? $444. Yes, yep, that's, well, that was that's after a spike because Oof. people were anticipating the game was going to... That, that was like, just buy. before, yeah. So December, December 9th, it closed at $396. Just to so, clarify, we are not stock advisors, so no, not take no. anything we're seeing no, with a like, massive I grain of salt. <laughs> these are literally these are looking at numbers. Personal opinions. These and are all thank personal God opinions. I do not own CDPR. You kept talking about buying CDPR. You were going to buy back. CDPR. <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't. Dude, uh, lucky yep, I didn't. Would, yep. Mostly because I know that you would have bought at the lower point before Cyberpunk, the spikes for Cyberpunk started happening. And then you would have just right. sat on it. You would not have sold. I know you wouldn't have. Well, no, you. Well, you can't. I mean, unless you want to lose money. But no, no, no. <sighs> I mean, like hindsight is twenty twenty at this point. But I don't think you would have sat. I, I think you would have bought at a lower price point before it spiked up to four hundred dollars, and then right. sat on sat it and just been like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, and because not sold hindsight, it for, hi, yeah, yeah. hindsight's mm-hmm. twenty twenty though. It's like Correct. We can see now that oh yeah, they've shed they've shed fifty percent of their stock valuation. But yeah, we didn't I mean, know that was going to be this, the case on December 11th. Yeah, I mean, if you want to invest in it now and hope that they pull out of this, <laughs> that's one way to do it. And hopefully you make a decent amount of money. But I mean, yeah, well, I mean, just roll the dice, <laughs> just like with it, it is. A, it's yeah, it's a stock. It's a stock purchase. It's, you know, you're rolling dice. We are not uh, advocating you purchase it. We are not uh, financial planners or advisors or investment yeah. experts. If you do uh, want to do this, please, to an investment ex- please, if you do this, if you do want to, if you are considering it, please speak to an investment expert. Don't don't listen to us. There you go. <laughs> Fuck that, Robin Hood, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be. All I really wanted to talk about for the news stuff, dude. They fucked uh, up. That's the long and the short of it. They, they, they hecked the fuck Big up. Time. The fuck up. Um, so the main topic we had out here was end of year wrap up. Um, what this is gonna be, because no one put anything what end of year wrap up was gonna be. I want we're gonna do just a quick extended sort of uh final thoughts for the year. Okay. Anything major you wanted to talk about or reiterate from previous points in the year? Now's the time to do it. Um, I am going to go ahead and roll a D4 and see who's going first. Oh, God. Jesus. As number one, Chris, you are in the first position on Twitch. Oh, I hate you. Um, I got nothing. Okay, I, I, uh, anybody have anything? Or I can just launch into stuff myself. I mean, I, I think I, my, my surprise of the year was Warzone. I was not expecting to play that game at all, and I uh, got hooked on yeah. it for you like the months and months. Fuck out of it. 
Oh, I've got one. Um, and it was fun. With you on that. And it was team based, and there was strategy and tactics and thinking and running what, off by yourself. Exactly by yourself not what I thought. What was team. going to. Yeah, I mean, exactly not what I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought it was going to be what multiplayer was, and I think Warzone was just a lot more thinking and strategy than I was expecting. Okay. And really enjoyed that. I'm going to set down one ground rule for this. All right. For this this wrap-up final thought for the year. No talking if anybody else is talking. Okay. Fine. All right. If, 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 If somebody solicits feedback that's fine but we all hold our tongues while everybody else is talking give everybody equal amount of respect on this unlike we, the the thing we don't do any other point in time during the year. <laughs> all right daddy gav has put his finger to his this is coming down. from gav by the way you started it gav i know <laughs> all right coming for the person who was the first one to pipe up with you running off on your own yeah i know that's why and i said that and i was like you know what that's disrespectfully kevin he deserves a chance to get to have his forum right now there you go. Thanks. All right. So you got anything one. else you wanted to add, Kevin? Um, I mean, wow. The end of BFA really disappointed me. I was like so done with that game, like way before I should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Warzone was just kind of the thing that kind of snuck in there and took my interest for a large majority of the year. That's cool. It's like you 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 branched into something new and you enjoyed it. Absolutely. Yep. And I mean, you're you're still playing dead game and enjoying it, even though you get tilted mm-hmm. as fuck. Uh, yeah. I mean, anytime you play a mobile, it's just basically getting tilting. It's tilting left and right. You're a weeble wobble. It's okay. That's what mobas do. Totes. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, you had your hand up. Yes, yes. I have um, two things that shocked, uh, surprised me with what I was going to do, and one that was just eh. the uh is same as Kevin. The end of BFA. It was just not what I wanted, not what I hoped for. Just there was so much potential in the BFA storyline and the content that they could have gave us, but again, they focused too much on a borrowed system, and it kind of made the whole thing as a whole really really underwhelming and it was really sad because it could have been great the two things that kind of surprised me one dipping my toes back into league of legends i never thought i'd ever do that again if it wasn't for team fight tactics and me being interested in the idea of that and saying oh well i've got the client installed i might as well jump in and do a game i wouldn't be playing league again and enjoying it for the first time in a very very long time so I'm happy for that, and I've loved that, and it's great. And you being you and suggesting that I play Warzone. Uh, not Warzone, Warframe. I always get mm-hmm. those two mixed up. Warframe. Although, obviously, I'm taking a break for it because I'm playing WoW and focusing on getting that sorted. And But once that dies down and is back to just play as I need to type a mode, I'm getting back into that again because I really, really enjoyed it, and I hate you for it, and I love you for it. Awesome. And uh, anything else on that for your no. year? No, that's that that that's been the that's been the gaming highs and the the disappointment. <laughs> and uh, awesome, love to hear it, dude. Uh, and our newest Azeroth Coast to Coast family member, 
What oh, you got? That's me. Yeah, that's you. That's you. <laughs> I'm not really new anymore. It's been a year and a half. I know, but you're still the newest. Yeah, I suppose. Um, okay. I agree with the end of BFA. I was very meh on it and had pretty much stopped playing other than logging in here and there. Um, also agree on the war zone. Never thought that I would be the one to be like, okay, let's go fucking war zone. Come on, everybody play. <laughs> because so not my game before now, but I love this game. Um, super happy to have gotten the new Assassin's Creed because everybody knows I'm a fucking fangirl for that series. Loving Shadowlands. And the shocker is that I'm actually not only have I agreed to play these games, but I'm oddly enjoying playing games like Phasmophobia and the upcoming Resident Evil 7 stream that I have to do, even though you, well, you guys have heard me have flat out panic attacks and freak the fuck out, but it's still somehow fun. I am super excited for that, by the way. <laughs> for what? The Resident Evil 7? <laughs> Resident Evil can 7 I, Can I just tell you how glad I am that I do not have, like, that, like, how, you know, how when Bill streams the scare, you guys are not going to be able to jump scare me with donations and shit. I was actually going to ask if we could set that up. I was actually going to ask if we could set that up. Do we have to? <laughs> yeah, I kind of think we do. Gav, what do you think? Uh, I think it's something doable. Um, yeah, we we need to. Uh, it's doable. Kevin, what do you think? Um, maybe. Would you like <laughs> to pay mean, money to watch Neth just absolutely pee yourself? And what we can yeah, do I mean, is we can donate sure. the addition. We can donate any additional okay, money to Texas Children's Hospital. Thank you. Oh no! If you're if you're making me have jump scare donation things, the, the money is going to me buying me things. Not no. charity. I'm sorry. We can go to the and yes, I agree with LB. Don't kill her. That will go directly to Neth's wallet. It will, it will go directly to Neth getting a computer chair and buying <laughs> a new computer chair, getting a getting a waterproof mat for the floor. Uh, on his own computer, so I don't have to fight for mine anymore. I like the, I like the waterproof mat on the floor. That's probably a good call when she's playing these games. Yep, hundred percent. Um, but no, um, that's something we can discuss and try to figure out. Yeah, um, but no, I I actually, as much as I freak out and I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, it's still oddly fun in a weird mm-hmm. fucking sadistic masochistic kind of way maybe you're a masochist and this is only you now realizing it Mm -hmm. sure (laughs) a terror-based masochist yeah oh man all right so uh neth did you have anything else you wanted to wrap up for the year there nope that's it all right um mine is just a lot of changes in my personal life kind of stuff uh, with, you know, no longer being a retail manager and a bunch of other stuff like that. It's just been absolutely fucking wild. Uh, not doing that with my life. It's been really weird. And 
playing a bunch of games at once, whereas I would normally only be playing maybe one or two at most. I'm now playing Destiny and I'm playing WoW and I'm was playing Hearthstone and I'm playing Warframe again and a bunch of other stuff. It's just it's been a year of going back to games that I hadn't thought I would be back into and, you know, playing League with Chris. It's been a year of diving back into things that I don't strictly at one point in time or another, I got tired of or hated or something like that. Or it's just like, ah, this is bullshit. Fuck it. Um, and just getting back into those, it's kind of wild and it's kind of weird to be doing all that again. So, um, that's really the biggest thing with me and just, uh, trying to spend more time with my peoples, which y'all and, twitch and the lovely people who listen to us on the podcast and just getting a chance to dominate every conversation i'm involved in because i'm a loud asshole that's the been the best part of the year okay the the best part of the year is just getting to dominate every conversation because i just barrel through every fucking one of you Okay, to go with our season wrap-up, what are you looking forward to or what do you want to do over the next year? Uh, Uh, Not die of COVID? I mean, I think think all of us fall under that one. Fuck bitches get paid? Perry might have an issue with that one. I was just thinking that. Perry might have a complaint about that one. Probably, yeah. Um... I don't know. Um, can't wait to see more stuff for uh, D4 coming out over the next year, because uh, I think we're looking at 2022 for the release on that, I think. I am mostly excited for the finished product of Baldur's Gate. I want to see where they're going with it. I'm finished excited. product of Baldur's Gate would be really nice. Oh, um, I would love to see... Uh, I would love to see what the next stage of Final Fantasy VII Remake ends up looking like, even though I don't yeah. own a PlayStation. Yeah, I'm quite excited for that too. Yep, yeah, that would be interesting to see how that goes. I, uh, I would love to play the game of life again, which involves leaving the house and traveling. Fuck that. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to leave the house for that. We have tabletop simulator. We can just we play, can go game play of life. life. Yeah. I literally thought he was referring to when we played tabletop simulator for a second. I was like, well, we could play it again. We played, we played the we game played of life. life. We played the tabletop life. simulator. Yeah. We used to play. We can totally we'll play house. tabletop after this. Um, oh, I thought so, we were going to do Phasma after this. We can so do the whatever thing that after I need, this. So the thing that I'm looking forward to is uh, setting up a regular board game or something night with everybody on the in the community. That would yeah, be fantastic. I, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Yep. Uh, I mean, well, one of the things in general that I appreciate about this year is like people will just come and sit in Discord by themselves, and it encourages other people to show up and hang out and talk, and it leads to getting together and play games. Perfect. I, I mean, I think Very it's helpful. a good thing that we're we've all been doing that with everybody being so isolated and mm-hmm. everything that's going on with COVID. At least you still have. You know, you, you know that you still have friends to talk to and stuff, even if we're not in the same place. Because, you know, like, look at where the, you know, even just the four of us were literally on two different continents and nowhere near each other. But, you know, I love you guys. So. I mean, someone's. God damn it. Now I have to say it too. No, God. you don't. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> God, I love you assholes too. Fine, are you happy, mom? Good boy. <laughs> Pat, pat your head. There you go. Uh, God damn it. Uh, but no, uh, you, this is as much as we bitch and fight and don't talk to each other for days at a time. Pick on uh, Kevin. Pick on Kevin. Pick on pick on Neff sometimes. Um, I'm immune from being picked on because I don't give a fuck about anything. Um, <clears throat> I do love you all. You all are my digital family. And uh, you all digital. and yeah, you are my digital family. You're my digital family. No, no lie. It's just like, like just like, just like I, have, I had an office family. I had a work family. Mm-hmm. I have a digital family. You all are my peoples. I get online and I can, I can sit and talk with. I Chris has got a lot of really shared life experiences with me. Neth has got a lot of really shared life experiences with me. Kevin's got shared life experiences with me. I can go sit down and I know that regardless of what's happening in my life, one of you assholes uh, has some bit of information or knowledge that is pertinent to the situation I am in and is helpful on that. Or Even if, if we just don't, somebody or to at talk least to. Event. Somebody to at least talk to. Exactly. Yep. Um, even, even Vincent Minucci. Even even friend of the show Vincent Minucci, yes. Friend of the show Kevin's bromance <laughs> Vincent Minucci. Friend of the show Vincent Minucci. Um, to just I I just the last thing I really want to do here is just kind of shout out some of the people that are really important to me. Uh, this is by no means an exhaustive list. Um, there are so many other people, and you all know who you are, um, Seth. Vince, Dougle, LB, Carrie, uh, Vil, just Izzy. Some of, Izzy, yeah, Izzy, Mal, Merc. some of the Merc, Mal, these people that we spend our days with. These are the people we choose to spend our days yep. with. And I know you all all have a list your own, a uh, hundred people long. Um, I have a European and an NA family. <laughs> yeah. It's just you, every Adam for me, Adam. Yeah. And just everybody that we talk to and engage with on a regular basis, everybody in our community, uh, we absolutely love you all. And we do thank you all so much for being here with us and enjoying this shithole of a year, 2020. Let's hope 2021's probably not worse, but it probably will be. Let's be honest. Every year is just saying, hold my beer. Yep. It's like no shit at this point. It's like every I, year since 2016 has just been saying, "Hold my beer." Out into the universe that oh, 2021 will be better because all it's like all I so, can see is just 2021 going, "Hold my beer." So every year since 2016, every year since 2016, hold my fucking beer. So every year personified back a century plus is just one mulleted redneck in a torn off sleeveless T-shirt and jorts. Just going, hold my beer to the year behind it. Yep. <sighs> Does anybody else have anything else they'd like to add for the end of the year? I'm tired. That's what, that's what I have to I, I echo I'm what tired. you said. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for people who listen to the show and provide feedback and take the time to come hang out. Um, you know, I... When people are like, yeah, let's play games together. I, I just laugh at them. I'm like, I'm fucking there almost every night of the week. Like, just literally show up. 
You know, it's like not it's not hard uh to come play games with us and hang out and have fun. So if you need something to do, come do it. Even if it's just a chat. Yep. Um I the great example of that is Patty Cakes. Yeah. Patty Cakes is a fantastic great. example of that. Uh she started off just as a listener and a lurker, and she engages with us on Discord. And it's awesome. I love to see that and I love that kind of stuff happening. So, absolutely absolutely 100 so. i love the fact that we've got people that want that want to and even if they don't even if you just want to like hang out and listen to what we're saying like on the podcast you don't want to engage with us that's totally fine dude y'all do you okay i just we love, love you fact, all equally i just love the fact that we have people who actually give a damn what these four idiots think it's like Yo. Of all the people on the internet you could listen to and get your opinions and your thoughts and news from, you pick us for the the absolute weirdest. And it's just, it's a nice feeling. It's it's, it's it's nice to feel appreciated. And yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. I'm not and good we, at the talking. We really appreciate all of you for doing so. Is what he's trying to say. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not good with the talk, with the being emotional and the nice. I'm not good with it. <laughs> I don't think any of us particularly are, which, you know, us being all kind of squishy right now is kind of weird for all I'm, four of us. I'm really yeah, good with better. my emotions, but it's okay. We're all very emotional on the inside. I'm emotional on the outside, but that's just... I'm emotional when I play MOBAs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. emotional when you look in a situation where I'm in fight or flight. All right, so... Uh, to spare my three emotionally introverted co-hosts, my friends, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap the show. Uh, there is no do that or don't do that. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is be safe, wear a mask, and hopefully everything gets better in the next six months. And Stay safe. Happy holidays yeah. to you and your family, no matter what holiday it is that you're celebrating. Um, you know. And you know, just stay nerdy. Here you are. A hundred percent stay nerdy. That it it keeps us all going. But for the you know, if there are people out there that don't have family, there's probably gonna be a lot of us on the Discord over the holidays because of you know, we're all, a lot of us are distanced from our families. So, you know, feel free if you need people to hang out with and so that you feel that you're not alone, pop it. Some of us will be shit faced. Chris, oh, I can, I can guarantee that the, that the days that the Chris. spawn is at his father's, 100% Neff will be shit-faced. The Scotsman has a lot of alcohol to drink. <laughs> so. The Scotsman was gifted a ton of alcohol. I drink responsibly, and Kevin doesn't drink, so. It's true. I mean, shit-faced for me is I drink to a point where I get giggly, and then I fall the fuck asleep, because alcohol just makes me tired. I don't even Shit. get to that point. All right, let's try to, two let, cases. All right, let's try to oh preserve God. that that emotional momentum we had. Let's try to preserve that. Okay. That's Brr, our show for the week. Preserving. That's their show for the week, folks. <laughs> to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Kevin, uh, of course, is at SwingCat. That's with a K, not a C. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L that I never fucking check. And Neth, of course, is at Nethwinch. He gets an email to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, whatever it is your feedback, 
join us live here on Twitch on Saturdays when we record the, and stream the show here at twitch.tv slash AzerothCTC. Uh, for links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.azerothctc.com. Please give us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. Drop in on Discord, say hi, say you guys suck, whatever it is you want to do. Uh, say we love y'all, boys and girls. We love, love y'all. y'all.